1: First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me. I don't read ahead. Watch we burn down everything. BDE on the TV set.
2: When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for up next. Postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you use and of course youtube.com slash post wrestling hello postmarks hello
1: upnexters what did upnexters? we call it what did we call upnexters? Oh, you Jeez. trying a new thing uh, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> always always
2: you're like chris jericho just throw it at the wall exactly see what sticks uh hello upnexperts uh what do we call our 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 friends
1: Friends, friends friends yeah that's right that's friends
2: that's what we do uh yes it's tuesday night so we are here to talk all about some nxt wrestling and uh that's definitely something we'll jump into a lot to talk about tonight uh, a whole lot to talk about. uh titles may be vanquished from someone there might be a a new champion vanquished is that see yeah, <laughs> it's a new day for new things. we try new things yeah Uh, then there's people fighting on there's possible home invasions with
1: people fighting on lawns home invasions just brawling all around we need some mojo back don't we
2: and what's even crazier is we will once again get to talk about scripts yes (laughs) for those of you who's been waiting and the
1: uh the brooks and kiana saga continues
2: it's a great time to be an nxt fan absolutely so we we're gonna jump into all of that hello welcome everybody uh throw the frogs up in the chat hello uh we are uh gonna be talking about some nxt but we got a, a lot going on first of all how are you doing pretty good how are you i'm good we gotta throw a little uh birthday shout out we do Happy birthday, Wei Ting. Mr. Wei Ting. It's his birthday today. I didn't text him because we were debating if it was, in fact, his birthday today because his his Twitter doesn't do balloons when you pop on it, and his Facebook is either inactive or doesn't say you, birthday. So you've got to follow his his two wives. His two wives? <laughs> Pauline and John. <laughs> you didn't get him in trouble. Um... <laughs>
1: But yeah, happy birthday, Wei. You, you, I. So I sent Wei a text. You sent John a text. Yeah. You see, sorry, sorry, John. I didn't send you a text this year because it. Uh, it seems to bother you so much having left me on red the last few
2: years when I've wished him happy yeah, birthday. Yeah, he didn't reply to me so, so, okay. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so, happy birthday, Wei. There yeah.
2: we go. <laughs> <laughs> Wei, we hope it's a great one. I'll be sending you the show when it's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still awake, I bet Wei's partying it up right now. I saw that cake? He's going <sighs> to eat. It pretty good. Damn, Wei. Yeah. Partying it up. Uh, all the best to, to Mr. Ting. Uh, how are you doing? We're okay here, right? Yeah, pretty good. It's been a
1: uh, good few days. Uh I wanna start by saying we well, we haven't done this for a while, but at the end of the show we might talk about some other things we're interested in. Um like I know we both saw Scream in the last Scream few Scream in the last week. And if That's you right. followed our, our stuff for the last few years, we you know we, we kinda love this franchise. So uh, we're gonna talk kind of spoilerful of yeah, that at, at the, the very end, end of the show and The Last
2: of Us as well just Ooh, a few yeah. minutes on both and, uh, and it was a huge weekend it was it was a huge weekend yeah we'll be we'll be chatting a little bit about The Last of Us ending and then maybe we'll give some thoughts on Scream and stuff we'll give spoil, spoiler warnings before yeah. that as well but uh, th- those were some, some things I was watching this weekend uh, you still have to go see Cocaine Bear which was even referenced on I this I do my friend <laughs>
1: invited me today saying hey I booked out a theater do you want to go and see to Cocaine go see Bear perfect
2: yeah. movie so to, like, to, okay. to do that with um, but I also watched the Oscars. Me too. This uh, weekend, which uh, which I think after last year, which I put it on, I was like, "All right, it's a Sunday night, why not?" And then ended up like being hyped about the whole slap thing that everyone was going nuts about. So this year, I was like, "Ah, there were a few things, there were a few people I were rooting for, genuinely." Like so, I did tune in to, to watch it. And you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for to us for a while. I've been a full supporter, if not the flag bearer, for the Renaissance, and I mean, <laughs> we did it, guys.
1: Finally, yeah, the
2: Encino Man dream has come true with Brendan Fraser. He was in the Mummy. He is now an Academy Award winner.
1: Good for him. I I, I need to see that film. There's yeah, I it's one I definitely want to see. I definitely want to see everything, everywhere, all at once as well. Uh, oh yeah, but yeah. Like it's been it's been pretty cool following this sort of. Um, resurgence renaissance whatever you want to renaissance call it, of, yeah yeah of uh brendan Fraser um comeback story comeback. too if like, you know I'm the stuff in, yeah was it can where he was just crying at the premiere and he got the standing ovation yeah and all that so it's he's pretty been, cool to see
2: yeah he's been through a lot if you don't know the story definitely look up uh there's Lots of articles and interviews that he's done and stuff like that, and uh, to kind of see him come back, I grew up watching so many of his movies, so mm. like I can vividly remember doing a birthday party at Georgia the Jungle to take all like to go to see that in theaters uh, showing my age to so some people think I'm young, some people might think I'm old, but that movie uh, he he's super young and I'm thinking of the one with him and Adam Sandler like all these – Cino man like all these movies I grew up watching. And you know I love The Mummy. I'll watch that movie way too many times, can probably watch it line for line. And it's just so funny that all these years later, like, he has this – he he hasn't been in much, like, so long. And if that's, like, not a crazy enough comeback, Short Round also won an Oscar, (laughs) which is absolutely nuts. I I definitely teared up when he said, hey, mom, you're 84. We were on a boat to get here. This is the American dream. You're at home watching. I just won an Oscar, and I uh, man, I was choking up. I actually loved
1: pretty much all the speeches yeah. this year. It didn't feel like your like classic polished Hollywood speech. Like it just seemed a real celebration this year. Like um, Jamie Lee Curtis winning hers, the as Scream well. Queen, finally the scream an Oscar queen winner. Who's been like doing this forever? Crazy and just like the genuine, like I don't know. Giddy pride when she says, "I just won an Oscar." Like she didn't believe it. As she said, like her parents were actors as well. She's been in this business forever, and like finally at the like latter stages, like winning one. She's she's fucking awesome.
2: I mean, yeah. Again, there's another one. It just felt like all these like comeback stories because oddly enough, like uh, Kehu Quinn from Everything All Everywhere All At Once, which again that movie like won everything, and I I, I did think that was my favorite movie this year. So I'm happy that it won. And Michelle Yao, like everyone winning it just felt like the good yeah. oscars where everyone kind of got their flowers at once but those
1: director, the daniels seemed yeah exactly cool just as well. seemed
2: seemed good uh you knew you knew top gun wasn't winning when right away they said tom cruise yeah. was not there and same thing with james cameron so it's yeah. like okay you knew that they weren't gonna get too many awards but i i, I really I, I liked a lot of the movies that i did kind of root for like won a lot of stuff so i was i was in impressed by that and i would recommend it to watch i, I love the ostrich it does let you go okay should i check out that okay that one sounds boring okay like mm. I, as much as i love brennan fraser i've not watched that movie because i'm just like I, maybe i have to because i want to see how how you know, i how like good the, he was. the
1: director's films it's the director of the wrestler and black swan oh okay Aronofsky. Aronofsky. yeah, yeah okay. so requiem for a dream as well so interesting yeah okay. I, I need to carve out a little bit of time and and check out some of these films because yeah um yeah, I was actually working. Uh, and you played and I just it, put it on. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty quiet work, so I just watched
2: the whole thing. And then you saw Indiana Jones give short round an Oscar. Yeah, oh, man,
1: you knew. I mean, as soon as he was presented, yeah, you oh, knew it. it like, right? Come on, yeah, you knew it. You come knew it.
2: on, yeah. Uh, that was that was so good. And like this guy's, this guy's career is taken is going to definitely take off after after this again. I thought he nailed it. He was the best part in that movie. Like he steals that movie, and uh, to see it. Again, I grew up watching Temple of Dune. You ask me, we were discussing this off air. You ask me, low key Temple of Dune, best indie movie. <laughs> no, no, don't at me. But it is uh, that's the one where the guy goes through the heart, right? Kalima, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the one I've seen the most. Yeah,
1: definitely. Whatever reason.
2: So, like with indie coming back with what Disney Plus or is in theaters? I'm not sure. Like you would imagine. Yeah, they're doing indie five. Yeah, but you know why didn't we hit up short round? for a off movie now who would have thought I that mean, would, now maybe yeah yeah we need that we need that now i would mm. i would be into that disney plus series on short round <laughs> all these years if obi-wan and all these star wars That's characters true. can get their spin-offs. so now we're
1: going into the extended universe of indiana, indiana jones. jones
2: extended universe i'd watch it take my money absolutely yeah yeah you just heard it us first book it please uh but yeah that was some feel-good stuff uh watching that And then I did check out Scream, which uh, we'll talk about, but that was pretty fun, too. Mando started up, which uh, first little shout out here. If you've been following, we we love Mandalorian and we've been doing kind of a review show for every season thus far. So by the end of this season, which is the third season of Mandalorian, we will be doing a review kind of just chatting about the whole season that was because so far so good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I love this show. Yeah. it's it felt
2: like we only kind of got Mando
1: last year with Booker Boba Fett. We had sort of two Little and a cheese. half episodes with him. Yeah, um, but yeah, we're we're back in full Mando force now. Pedro's just he's killing everywhere. it, man. He's
2: everywhere on that like Hot now. Ones one
1: too. I kind he of sucked want, at Hot Ones. Uh, do you think I could pull off what Pedro Pascal
2: wore at Hot Ones? Uh, wait. Do you mean the mustache? Do you have to have a mustache? No, no. The the
1: like the red.
2: The red. Yeah, he's got some he's got he's, some He's uh, got some cool facts. He's out there.
1: Yeah, like I am finding I winter's depressing me. I, I don't enjoy my clothes in winter. Right. I need the summer back. I need those you want I Need those flowery shirts. I need the watermelons yeah. back. So I need to I need to find some winter get up and, and I'm looking at you, Pedro.
2: Just grow a mustache. I can grow a mustache. <laughs> yeah, but you could grow one like him, and maybe everything else will just fall Is it a
1: place mustache here. or is it a, fuck, I can't grow a proper beard?
2: I feel like he could grow a beard. I don't no. know. No if no? he could wear a beard, he'd have a beard as Joel. Okay. Not this tough, tough mustache. Not this Ned Flanders thing? Yeah. That's why he wears the helmet in the other show. <laughs>
1: it's very much in, in Mando when that mask came off. It reminds me of that Rick and Morty thing when yeah. Summers with the,
2: the knight who finally Space takes up his
1: nut. And she's like, oh, kind of wasn't expecting a mustache.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Bring him back. People have brought him back. I see him a lot. People actually. try to bring him back.
1: Yeah. And they're, they're really into like IPAs for a, about a year and then they realize and then they're like actually this is this isn't me neck tattoos they're just trying (laughs) to finish the story yeah
2: exactly Uh, so Mando Podcast will be coming out soon over on our Patreon Uh, quick little plug here for our Patreon patreon.com slash poisonrana for only five bucks a month you can get a whole month's access And it gives you access to everything that we ever put out, including all the retro NXT reviews, movie reviews, and such, including our Tango in Cash review from last week, our Black Mirror review from last week. Hell, we even did Lord of the Rings a few weeks ago. We're all over the place there. But it is WrestleMania season, so this week uh, we're going to be looking at WrestleMania 11. Mm, Everyone's favorite. Uh, It's not everyone's favorite, but it is John John Ceno's. And
1: that's why he picked it. I believe he was at this event and he's loved it. He watches this one yearly and uh, wants to finally hear us talk about it.
2: Yeah, so we're going to have him on for the whole show. We'll talk about Pamela Anderson and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And it's going to be a great old time. So that's going to come out on the Patreon this week. Also, not sure if you looked at your calendar, but this Friday is St. Patrick's Day. We have a tradition on our Patreon as well and I, I don't know if we should announce it or just let the let it let it like I mean I've put the feedback up now. So we're doing a review of Leprechaun Three. Yes we are. <laughs>
1: From nineteen ninety five and this time he's going to Vegas. Is it Is Leprechaun it in, in Vegas? Vegas.
2: Oh <laughs> This one's going to be good. Yeah, that's going to be great. So, yeah, we got WrestleMania 11 this week. WrestleMania 19 next week Mm. uh, because Jake from the Windy City picked that. So we chat with him a little bit, too. Uh, So lots of shows. It's only five bucks. Again, there's like 500 podcasts there. Go check it out. And I swear with the plugs, we'll get over it. But we got a lot to plug here because Toronto area listeners, if you're in the mood for WrestleMania season like we all are right now, we have a two-night watch party downtown Toronto on King Street.
1: Yes, April 1st, April 2nd, come and join us. Uh, Doors opening from about six o'clock. We'll be having uh, the network play. We'll be playing wrestling music before the event. Uh, I've got wrestling themed drinks in the works. And we've got some pretty sweet prizes. Lots of different chances to win prizes throughout the night.
2: And the main thing, of course, you get to watch WrestleMania with sound on.
1: With all your friends,
2: yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We've been throwing these parties the past little while, and they've just been a blast hanging out, watching wrestling, having a good time. And now we've we've upped the ante. We've got like replica titles to give away, a Cody Rhodes weight belt, some crazy figures. We got we're gonna have a blast, and it's gonna have. Uh, We just want people to come out. So if any listeners, uh, especially the ones who've come out to some other ones, definitely hit us up and and we'd love to see you.
1: Poisonrana.ca. The link is right at the top of the page um, to get your tickets. It's 10 bucks for one night, or if you want to get the combo, uh, we do have a few combo tickets left. It's 15 bucks to come to
2: both nights. Yeah, so uh, get ready for WrestleMania. Absolutely. April 1st and 2nd. But if you're also in the Toronto area, I know you're gearing up for GCW. We will be there some way, shape, or form. And uh, let us know if you're going, because we'd love to uh, maybe meet up before the show. Smoke them if you got them. You know, it's GCW. I'd love to try to smoke a joint with Nick Gage, but I don't know. if He he might get blood on the joint. He he made it to He made it to Montreal, so there is hope that that could happen. So, yeah, we're looking forward to some GCW. Lots of good indie wrestling uh, going around the Toronto area. But if you do want to hang out with us, maybe you're like us and you're excited about WWE 2K23. Well, we're going to be hosting... A 2K23 tournament, Sunday, March 26th, at the awesome toy show. Mm -hmm. And this thing has spiraled into just out-of-control, chaos, insanity, fun, all rolled into one. Because it started off as us just going, hey, why don't we have a little... Started with a whisper. Yeah, let's just do a little (laughs) tournament. And now it's turned into, hey, the winner of this tournament gets cash money, lots of other prizes, and a chance... To go to WrestleMania, which is insane. So uh, the no Roman rule, the no odd job rule, may or may not be in effect. Yeah, uh, closer to this the day. is
1: exciting. I think we're going to have to be doing some live commentary on yes. this. Um, it's what a maneuver. Uh, yeah, this is tense. This this prize is pretty huge.
2: Everyone like at first it's like oh these guys want people to play games cool. As soon as they're like hey, you know what we're gonna we're gonna let you we're gonna add a prize to this. Everyone's like can I bring my own controller? Can I do this? It's like okay. It's some serious stuff, so we're super excited. That's on the 26th on on mm. Sunday. So, yeah, Toronto area, GTA area. Go to the to for more information because uh, also there's just going to be a lot of cool memorabilia and stuff. I saw the, the Beast Wars Transformers movie uh, trailer when I watched oh, yeah. Scream, and I was like, oh, man, I wonder if I could find me that orange Optimus Prime Beast Wars figure at this convention. So I might be looking.
1: And then finally, some other... Free plugs.
2: Okay. for This week on yeah. this very,
1: uh, sorry, on our Poison Rana feed. Yeah. For free, you don't have to pay anything. Just search for Poison Rana. Uh, we have Shot in the Dark, new episode released on Thursday. John Ceno running through everything you may have missed in the world of wrestling. Even Ring of Honor. Even Ring of Honor. <laughs> uh, we've got a brand new episode of the Detox with yourself and Jordan Goodman. Yes,
2: me and Jordan are going to be chatting about absolutely nothing. It's going to be glorious.
1: And uh, and then as always. Our weekly Sunday Poison Rana show where we run through the whole week in the world of wrestling. Uh, that is live on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Poison Rana uh, at 2 p.m. Sorry, Poison Rana pod. Yeah, and lots of plugs. That's live at 2 p.m. or you can find it in the feed.
2: Yes, lots of podcasts. Go check us out, poisonrana.ca. Links to all our different stuff. There are so many different podcasts, events, all that fun, fun fun stuff uh so uh now we can chat about some nxt now we can and
1: maybe let's start off with a, a super chat a super chat accepting super chats and if i don't say it now i'll forget later so thank you malik black uh who says good nxt bron and mellow made their match feel huge tonight i wish jd versus Ilya was at stan and deliver but whoever wins should be in the north american match and well we'll get into all of that now
2: yeah true uh I kind of wish the same thing that mm. JD and Ilya got that spot, but hey, maybe we still could get there. Maybe somehow, some way, it's wrestling. We never know. There could be shenanigans. Let's talk about some NXT from Tuesday, March fourteenth, two thousand twenty-three. We start off with a recap of last week and everything that was going on with the the main event of Mako Satomura and Roxanne Perez, and they show the recap of Roxanne just passing out and falling over mm. after successfully defending her title. And then NXT went off the air with them, like stretching stretching her out and following and having everyone going, oh my goodness, is this an angle? Which we all put picture in picture with the Sean yeah. thing. It kind of did make sense. The fact that they followed this and stayed with this for so long, it did in fact feel that way. But then Shawn Michaels putting out a tweet earlier today, kind of just a few hours before NXT, basically saying... Roxanne is not cleared to compete, and even though she's okay, she's just not right now with three weeks in the... said
1: she'd just been discharged. Yeah, like there's
2: only so many days left towards this pay-per-view that we just can't risk that. So instead of her match, there will be a five-person ladder match for the Women's Championship, Mm. and tonight on NXT, we'll get some contender matches for that. So that was just something that he tweeted out, and NXT tweeted out and stuff like that, but... He did not say she was like. like I firstly, of I, the I thought
1: this was a really weird way to start the show because you had the recap of the the big angle at the end of last week. I thought you should have cut right to the tweet because they don't show this tweet till about an hour into the show, and before that, we've already seen them mention these qualifying matches, and actually on the broadcast, they hadn't they hadn't shown this tweet yet, yeah. which, which felt very odd, um, and then. And then just Vic starting the show going like... Oh, an emotional end to last week. But what a way to start this week with Johnny Gargano. It kind of... It felt a, a bit of a weird beginning. And I thought you should have yeah. maybe just started... Told us everything. Sean has vacated it. Have Sean in, on his desk explaining.
2: <laughs> please, nothing Nothing would please me more to see um, Sean at his desk.
1: But yeah, it just felt a bit odd.
2: It definitely felt jarring when it just cuts and then Johnny's music plays. And yeah. it's like, oh.
1: Vic's like, oh, that sucked. But Johnny's back!
2: what sucks is it's still this rebel heart remix yeah <laughs> but yeah. we love johnny but this theme man no one's gonna do it for you <laughs> <laughs> so good so good it's like am i gonna love it in the year and look back i'm like i was silly i i don't think so no on this
1: one. it's it's that that line though you just sung like that is the bit that i keep on yeah
2: it's like what should we do here what ad lib should we do here <laughs> no one's gonna do it for you yeah Out comes Johnny Wrestling, returning here to NXT after, well, he did return last week to attack Grayson Waller. It set up his match for Stand and Deliver. He comes out here, and they chant, welcome home here in the CWC, the NXT arena. Johnny grabs a mic. He says, last time I was here, I was attacked from behind, so... Guys, watch my back, please. So the crowd kind of cheers on like, we got you. Don't worry. He says, there's a lot of talk going around about finishing the story. Well, Johnny Gargano is back in NXT to finish his. He says that Waller took my last moment. He took my closure from NXT. And well, even though I'm the heart and soul and he tried to rip that away from me. I kind of respect it," he says. "I know what you were trying to do, and I saw what you did, and I I even wanted to see what you do with it because the last guy to take me out ran with it, and that was Champa, and he became champion, and he became just like a he superstar, says the
1: greatest NXT champion yeah. of all time."
2: He says, "So I watched you, Waller. I watched you, and hoped that you could to you could take it to to another level. But what did you do? You just lost twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah." What have you been doing, Johnny? <laughs> he had a kid. Yeah, he had a kid. He was in he a chamber winning. match. He was in a chamber. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. He then says... Go to pay raise? <laughs> yeah, we'll see his house later. He then says, uh, well, what did you do? Nothing. He says, NXT was my home and you do not screw with home. So Waller, at Sand and Deliver, I'm gonna beat you. And that's when commentary start to kind of talk and you can kind of hear Vic Joseph say, book uh, uh, and." Vic Joseph gets up from commentary and, and, and interrupts Gargano here and says, you got to see this. And he, and he hands and shows Johnny Vic's phone and he's on Instagram live and it's Grayson Waller on Instagram live outside of Johnny's house. And he's like, yeah, uh, Waller's live right now in front of your house. And, uh, johnny starts to freak out so he leaves the ring because it's kind of showing waller like oh should i go inside should i like what's going on so johnny then books it out of there and uh leaves and waller says uh you better get home quick so
1: vic joseph was he during johnny's promo just flicking through instagram and then saw it or was his phone blowing up uh being like hey check check your instagram grayson's doing something like from text, yeah, or or has he got Grayson Waller notifications on so he can always see when he's live? <laughs> and it's like, oh, Grayson's live right oh, now. I should click um, that
2: one. You think you think Vic Joseph's is just scrolling at reels and I think so. he's just there. So. Oh, Johnny, again.
1: I've heard this before. <laughs> uh, I, I thought this is a pretty. Uh, I said it was jarring earlier, coming from the yeah, the Roxanne Roxy. thing, but I thought this was a pretty good kind of welcome back promo from uh johnny i like how he's tying everything i liked the line about hey when champer attacked me he ended up becoming champion and was like great and you've just been moaning uh i like that tie-in and i like how they keep on using this instagram live thing with Walla. i thought i thought it was pretty it's it was more original than just appearing on the on the titantron and just being like hey johnny i'm up here i'm at your house It was pretty cool. It
2: it was something that they've not done before, Mm. really, in in wrestling. So, I actually really love it. Waller has used this Instagram Live for quite a long time. Mm. Like, he he actually goes live during his segments. It's pretty funny. So, as Vic was mentioning this to Johnny, I quickly pulled up my phone, went on Instagram, and clicked his Live. And he was, he's like, Yo, I'm in front of this guy's house. And just talking mad shit over the, the account being like, Oh, he's leaving. Is he? People are saying he's leaving. And, like, you could see the chat. And then he goes, Oh, like hope he gets here quick, and then kind of ends the live, and then like started tweeting out other videos throughout the night. So,
1: so do you think the whole like the bit later was probably live as well? I imagine Johnny lives pretty close.
2: Yeah, that's where it, it took or way if too this long. Is just a
1: fake. Ha- it could just be
2: another house, right? <laughs> I guess we'll get to that because that takes a while for him to get there.
1: Well, yeah, but like it's it's ambitious if you if you are actually doing it live, and he's then driving back to his house, right, and even if he does live close, it's like, it's
2: like it's wow. live TV. You got to drive there. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, like after the break, we see that uh, Johnny's like on the phone with Candice, and he's like, yeah, he's, he's outside. Just make sure the door's locked. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. And he gets in the car. Candace the- didn't
1: give a fuck
2: all night. Mackenzie's like, <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie, <laughs> Mackenzie then says like to the cameraman, like, yo, follow this guy, follow him all the way home. Yeah. So then that's why we have a camera. There were like three cameramen. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a lot. And Ever lighting guys. Him, yeah. There was lighting guys. There was boom mic guys. There was everything on this front lawn. Security,
1: line. making sure the way's clear. For <laughs> them to get through the way. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so more on Johnny Gargano rushing home. To, what could this... I, I think it's pretty creative, modern, heel storytelling. Yo, I'm on Instagram Live. I'm, while you were cutting a promo, I'm outside your house. Like, what? So that's that's interesting. I like it
1: what I want to know though is whenever these like wrestlers do this alright Waller gets into the house then what what's he gonna do he's gonna he's gonna murder his all family all over the place
2: do <laughs> like, a shoey out of like, Johnny's shoes
1: cause he's come on he's like he's a dick he's not gonna fucking attack Candy. yeah he's not gonna like beat baby. up a baby so we will yeah. just be in there and she'll be like alright I'm calling the police
2: no uh, he should've went in there and like broke some of Johnny's like toys toys and, yeah. and comics ripped them up <laughs> mm. <laughs> could have been good would have been good yeah. next time I, I, there's something about going into someone's home though right oh like, yeah it's a dick move yeah. but I, I
1: just always wonder like alright well what are you going to do now you're in there like, hi Candice you're just awkwardly standing there
2: yeah at least like well, when she's
1: going oh no grayson no stop
2: <laughs> i think back to my favorite i know everyone thinks of randy and triple h when mm. triple h shows up at his house and attacks him and stuff but i love when ed shows up at john cena's dad's house and then slaps him it's <laughs> so good it's one of my favorite bits callbacks uh we go to a uh where were we we have earlier today wesley and axiom they're in the parking lot during the day earlier today and Wes Axiom just pops up out of nowhere and Wes is like, Oh, you keep you keep following me and Axiom says, Yeah, well, I want to enter this open challenge, but every time I want to enter you, like someone gets ahead of me. So this time I'm just gonna follow you around all day. And that, that I way, love
1: that. I think that's so good.
2: That way when it's time for the challenge, I get to enter it. So what are you doing right now? And they're like he's like, uh, well actually I could I could go for a bite. Yeah, all right, let's go let's go get some lunch. So they, they go Thing is, and get lunch.
1: He's doing this during the week. But, like, once it comes to actually being in the CWC, he's not with
0: him. Whereas <laughs> <Wes laughs> being, like, interviewed on his own.
2: Yeah. Or is that later? After... I can't remember now. There's like, it was later with Sean. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... What are you gonna do? Where's,
1: he was like, "Dude, I need to go to the toilet and then just like climb through a window and escape." From
2: <laughs> just why don't you just give him the match? Yeah. <laughs> it's been like it's not the rules. Yeah, he, he makes the rules. There is so much own <laughs> <challenge>. <laughs> We then go back to our the ring for our next match. It's for the NXT Tag Team Championships. The champions, Gallus, defending against Pretty Deadly. Here, it's pure Gallus. We get the Gallus boys on top. They're throwing around Kit and Elton. I keep forgetting which one is which. Elton's blonde. Elton Elton Prince. Elton Prince is the blonde, and Kit Wilson's the brunette. Mm-hmm. We get uh, this like double like swinging back into a <sighs> backdrop from Gallus as they are in control. And we go to commercial. We come back pretty deadly. Now are in control, and they keep tagging in and out. And then they hit this like back suplex on Mark. Um, here, Mark Coffee. Yes, Mark Coffee. Uh, there's then a beatdown on Mark and then a hot tag finally to Wolfie Wolfgang's in here and hits this huge leg lariat. I thought he looked pretty good here. Uh, he then beats up Elton and then both members of Gallus hit the like double lift up almost like a choke bomb. I think of la resistance and the bonsoir here, but it's then broken up at a two count. The crowd were getting pretty into this. Mm. Even I was kind of getting into this. There was then a title shot where, where one of Pretty Deadly's is like distracting the refs with one of the titles. The other one smacks Mark in the back.
1: Smacks, taps. Grazes him <laughs> with
2: the title. Well, I guess that's why he kicks yeah. out of it for a two count. I bid on that as well. And then they try to set up for the spilt milk, but then that's blocked. And then there's uh, some big boots from the, the, the Gallus lads. And then they hit a new finishing move. Which was like a spinning fireman carry TKO with one of them booting the with other the guy. knee. Running knee to like the head. Was like a boot or knee or something? was a
1: knee. It was this, yeah, flying knee into the TKO. Looked really cool. I this
2: thought. looked awesome. Did they listen to us last week or something? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Gallus Boys because. This looked actually pretty good. I hated their old finishing move.
1: Was it a running power slam with a kick? It's like yeah, it was, this
2: one, the guy like helicoptered. Like, it
1: looked really good. It was like almost like an F5 yeah, spin. Yeah, he makes the guy move.
2: like hit the F5. Yeah, uh, so pure gallus is what I'm calling that move. And I'm calling this. I actually kind of got into this match.
1: Yeah, I thought the end, especially with the... Uh, when Wolfgang came in, actually, I thought he had a really good hot tag here, which is pretty exciting. And then um, the... The stuff with the belt, the distraction, and even the the kind of low bridge sending like messing up spilt milk. I thought it all flowed together really nicely into the finish. Um, yeah, this kind of exceeded my expectations because I'm not too high on them uh, in ring wise. Like yeah. they're, they're they're all clean, they but they're just not the most exciting wrestlers to watch in the world. But I thought they did some fun stuff here.
2: Gallus boys on top, mm. as uh, RYN in the chat says, yes, pretty deadly mm-hmm. and Gallus put on a good match. You you who who would have thought people yeah. would be crazy to hear such a thing, but actually I, I liked it so. Uh, Gallus retains, which I don't know if we're gonna get a what a title match at the pay per view. Like considering, uh, right?
1: I mean, um, we have Tony and Stacks later.
2: Yeah, saying something. We go to Fallon Henley and Josh Briggs. Now they're somewhere else. They're not at the the CWC. They're at Kiana James. Office, and they're sneaking in. So Fallon's wearing.
1: Everyone's just breaking into houses and offices today.
2: Fallon's wearing like all black, a black cap, black everything, and Briggs is wearing like outdoors. I'm thinking Call of Duty,
1: camo, like (laughs) the leaves, the nets, all that. And she's like, I
2: said, like low key and and you know, non suspicious. He's like, Yeah, I'm trying to blend in. And she's like, No, you're completely wrong. But okay, so he's just walking around with this these fake leaves all over them. They break into Kiana James office room here and they start to snoop around for some information on maybe they can find something. The fact that she's been toying with, with Brooks and they see that there's a contract here and what it's a contract for tonight that Kiana has a contendership match. And she's like, Oh, partners, eh? Some partner. Then they keep looking and founds like we need to look for or is it It's like you know we should probably look for a little black book and that's what they find this black book so they look in it and it's got her like schedule Mm. and (laughs) they go through it they're like all right what's this say this one says operation get get a boyfriend
1: operation boyfriend yeah and it
2: says ongoing and then they're like what's that mean huh and then it says like you know, hang out with Brooks. Get Brooks to make Fallon tag with me. Win titles with Fallon. This reminded me of, of Wayne's World when they're like, screw over corporate idiots. <laughs> feel sorry for those losers. <laughs> when they're talking, <laughs> they're reading it about themselves. Like, what? How could, how could they be doing this? It's like, yeah, that's been her plan. So they're pretty much seeing like her plan here. But then when they start looking through her calendar, they see drinks with Sebastian dinner with Sebastian each different nights, and they're like what then they see the card from the flowers the roses mm. and everyone knows roses really smell like poo poo they read it and it says thanks for a great night and morning from Sebastian Ooh. so they're like what who is this Sebastian yeah Which then it cuts off because they're like oh someone's coming we gotta get out of here so shocking so do we think she is having
1: an affair? I mean, it's looking pretty, pretty likely. But are, is this a, a swerve of some sort? I, don't I kind know. of feel because it you could read you know the first bit which is like Operation Boyfriend, uh, tag, tag with uh, Fallon, win the championships. Is it like her devious like plan or is it her her vision board? Like yeah. she's projecting. Yeah. And she's like, okay, what do I want to do? Want to get Fallon to like me and. Win a championship with her. I want a boyfriend this year. These are my 2023 goals. Is it that or is it like, you know,
2: win the tag title, steal her
1: bar, all this? But how do you explain Sebastian?
2: But is this like, Fallon, you snuck in here looking at these things you shouldn't have looked at. It's like looking at someone's phone, right? It's like... Is she doing it to test Fallon? Maybe. She's like, I sent myself those flowers.
1: I am Sebastian. (laughs) you know like to just see like I can when myself. she finally huh. goes huh who's sebastian she's gonna go you've been sneaking through my stuff right it's all a ruse. it's all just a trap for you i don't know it's, it's, or is sebastian a uh, like an ex trying to get back with her and she's like look i'll go for dinner with you but like no but then what what's the
2: morning all about sebastian like her dad
1: yeah but great night and morning. oh wait yeah sorry that, that's the bit where i'm like i i find it hard to
2: well hold on a second She could be married. So Operation Boyfriend could still stand. You could be married and still want a boyfriend.
1: But let's say it's uh, like, it's this ex from out out of town.
2: We've been dissecting this longer than the actual (laughs) segment, but yes, please, I'm listening. So say it's this ex from out of town called
1: Sebastian who's like, Canna, I just want to, like, I'm picturing a a Jamaican cat. I need to talk to you. And she's like, I'm with this i'm with Bob buchanan's kid now like i've moved on and and he's like no all i want dinner or drinks nothing more and now he's fucking with her that they didn't they didn't have a a morning after but he's
2: like trying to to get in between hmm i don't know yeah i'm interested i'm not gonna lie it's some great riveting storytelling soap opera days of our lives did you like brooks and fallon here in their get up i love that gear the call of duty gear yeah when I think of Sebastian, I think of the singing Jamaican crab from Little Mermaid, oh, which yeah. I can't wait to see in the live. Who's action. playing Sebastian in the film? I hope so. They look like they did flounder dirty, if you ask me. Who's flounder in the film? He just looks like a little old fish. Doesn't even talk or anything. <laughs> Got the short end of the. Oh, ocean they did there. that with Aladdin, didn't they? They yeah. didn't have and Mulan. Uh, the yeah. So they cut out little friend. Oh, uh, Mushu. Mushu, yeah, he yeah. was just gone. So, yeah. oh,
1: Sebastian is. David Diggs. I don't know if I know. Well, I hope it's still like a prominent character. Flounder. Oh, Flounder's a kid. Yeah. It's that kid from that thing. Nice. Yeah.
2: Nice. You know who I mean. Well, we're going to find out who Sebastian is one day somehow, but it's definitely not going to be tonight, but we're going to have to wait till maybe next, next week because mm. uh, we, want, we want answers because we have a lot of questions, but so does the NXT audience because uh, later in the night they're going to be chanting Who's Sebastian? Who's Sebastian? Match. We go to the Shawn Michaels tweets. This is when they finally show them and it's Shawn reading them and saying like, hey, tonight we're going to have some some qualifying matchups for it, that ladder match at San and Deliver. And we go to... They've already
1: shown the graphic for yeah.
2: Ruka and Stark in the match before. So you'd be like, Which is kind of huh? weird. Then they cut to Dr. Warren Becker. Yeah, this doctor says Roxanne Perez... Uh, you know, we did some blood work and it's all been reassuring. He's definitely breaking some doctor-patient uh, confidentiality <laughs> forms here. Yeah. Anyways, you. her blood works great. Uh, no ab- abnormalities in her brain. Uh, we can't identify what happened, but uh, we will be consulting other professionals
1: Further testing. Clinical psychologists.
2: So is this not what they did with Shawn Michaels, where they had a doctor be like, I don't know what happened to him. Remember that I'm pretty sure they had a guy be like, right. Well, he was hurt. Yeah, we can't explain it and he's hurt. So it's it's literally out of the pages of Shawn Michaels' book here. But So
1: you you are kind of starting say at the beginning of the show that maybe they never said this title's vacated. Yeah. They've just said she might not be back and we've got these qualifying matches. So because it's weird to, it's weird to kayfabe strip her of the title, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and like we 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 know that's an angle. The way it, it mirrors the the Sean thing with Owen, the way they they didn't cut away, which they normally would. They actually had a long over on last Yeah, like yeah. this this is story. So, like, do you think this is just a build to some sort of big big pop return at the at the event?
2: Yeah, so how do you have it? You have all the other competitors come out and then just goes, wait, uh, sh- wait, wait, she's here. I
1: haven't vacated my title. I yeah,
2: know. I'm in the match. I'm cleared and she wins it.
1: And maybe like because you've got this big crowd and stuff, it's it's their way of trying to get this like big reaction for Roxy. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. It's a little weird. It
2: is a bit weird to be honest, yeah. Especially in today's age. Uh, I I definitely I want to see it play out and I'm sure it'll get a reaction and work and I'm happy that it's giving another opportunity to so many others to be in a multi- like person ladder match, but I think there could have been different ways about it, but this was a, the way of, of doing I, it. I feel
1: we're getting, I think now because we've got so many titles in NXT, um, with with like the, the addition of the women's tag, as well as men's tag, North American and stuff, you kind of, I feel they want to have them all defended at the event, but we're now getting into that thing where it's like, oh, we've got to get everyone on the show. And I think of those like great takeovers. It's, the singles matches that really, you know, draw the money, yeah. If you will, and I think having uh, a multi-women's ladder match. No one was big enough, though. Having well, Mako would have been. Yeah, I'd have gone with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, having a multi-man North American match, the five-way with that. It just feels like we're trying to get everyone on the card. Where, as um, our super chat said earlier, I'd rather had like Ilya JD one-on-one Wesley dragon lee or axiom let's say one-on-one Mako roxy one-on-one right but i feel it's like ah it's our biggest event of the year and these guys are in the pc all the time let's get everyone on the card which is fair enough but
2: definitely definitely like i see that i just think going around it this way to be like oh she's out so we're not vacating the title but we're doing number one it's like oh okay it is a bit weird so i hope mako is added to that match it only makes sense she kicked the shit out of her so yeah i guess she should be yeah (laughs) Uh, We go to our next match then. Sol Ruka versus Zoe Stark. And the winner goes into that match in LA. We get uh, Sol Ruka and Zoe going at it here. Sol gets Zoe out of the corner and hits this jumping, flying codebreaker, which just looked awesome. Uh, Sol is in the attack, but then Zoe comes at her with a clothesline. And Sol ducks it with the Matrix escape and then bends back and then turns around and just lariates her.
1: yeah, Matrix but kip up style.
2: It was really cool. Crazy. Uh, they she then sends Zoe to the outside and chases her, but then eats a super kick there. Zoe throws her back in and starts bullying her, locks in this like cravat and then like twists it and turns it into like different headlocks and drops down with these like knees and really like grounds Soul Ruka here. When eventually she fires out of it and this is when Soul fires up. There's like a running handspring, flipping hands. Spring into a stinger, splash into the corner, which was crazy, and then a uh, like Davy Boy Smith power slam for a two count. Sol Ruka is showing her power as well. She then hits a moonsault to the outside onto Zoe, and then tr- sends her back in. It's
1: like a Charlotte Flair style moonsault. Land on like, your feet. Land on your
2: feet. Yeah. She then hits, goes for this springboard. We've seen her try to go for the springboard splash before, but in midair, it's she's stopped and then flipped into the. Zota Sleep, as I still call mm. it, the Z80 or whatever, something. No, that's a barnes Um The Z080. I, think I the Zoe- just call it Zota Sleep. Zota Sleep, Sleep is yeah. way better, yeah. The Zota Sleep, and Zoe pins Sol Ruka and, and cashes in her ticket to go to stand and deliver, which was a pretty fun match here. And as disappointed, you know, I'm a huge Sol Ruka fan. Um, I... I just instantly was like, yo, what if she was in a ladder match? Because think of all the fun, crazy stuff she could do. Her time will definitely come, but uh, Zoe getting the win here.
1: Yeah, I, I really like this match. I think Sol Ruka's improving more and more every time we yeah. see her, and Zoe is so solid. Um, Zoe completely deserves to be in that match, yeah. I think. And the finish was great. That yeah. springboard into the into that flip, flip. knee lift thing yeah. looked, looked awesome. Uh, Sol Ruka, I agree. She could be really fun, but also it's a ladder match. She's still really new, and we've seen we've seen in some of these like 2.0 era ladder matches where there are people in ladder matches who maybe it's a bit too early, and there's been some pretty scary moments. For sure. So maybe it's not the worst idea, Sol Ruka not being in there. But I think at some point, like this girl does so many acrobatic, crazy, flippy things. Yeah. that like ladder match, rumble spots, all that kind yeah, of stuff. I can't wait. Stuff. I am looking forward to seeing with her.
2: Zoe, Zoe has been mm-hmm. been very impressive here in NXT, and I, as soon as they said it was these two, I was like, oh man, I wish they were both in that yeah. match, right? So uh, they'll revisit this match, I'm sure. I don't see Zoe winning the title by any means, but I, I thought this was good. Uh, we have another super chat from Malik Black, uh, Malik Black, sorry, and he says. I need a soul snatcher off a ladder. Damn. that's exactly what I was thinking. Jeez, oh, yeah. I don't even know how she would do that, but <laughs> any of those things, any of the things she could do with like the handstands or anything with ladders, that'd be crazy. So.
1: One of those things that, unless you know wrestling, just sounds so weird. I need a soul snatcher off a
0: ladder. Yeah, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so everyone
2: say that to someone tomorrow and see what happens. Yeah. I need a soul snatcher off a ladder. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited. To see the the latter match w- with Zoe and whoever else get does get added, but Sol Ruka for me still is a, a pretty um, t- a pretty big talent to look at. I, I, I see so. going very really far. I think she posted something like today or yesterday, being she's only been in WWE for a year and that, that she's had thirty five matches. Either this here was her thirty five wow. match, so like that includes yeah, house shows she's
1: doing level up a lot as well, level up and house shows and yeah. stuff.
2: So like, yeah, uh, Steve big things. We then. Go to oh boy are we ready for this? Mm-hmm. I don't think we're ready for this. Scripts. We see he's in a in a dark room. We see from behind. We can we can understand it's him because of his, his mask and mm. his outfit. And he's cutting a promo here, but uh, I don't know if it was it's him the or distorted like, voice. Yeah, distorted. Uh, Hello, all, Sydney. <laughs> yeah, not quite scream. More like Megatron. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he says. I think it has subtitles. It says. They give a man a mask. They, sorry, they say, give a man a mask and he will show you his true face. Form in the corners, from the corners of darkness, the metaphorical, physical suit just starts rambling on about masks and ideals and cloaking and the gaze. Well, my gaze is drawn to one man. Sincerely, Scripps.
1: And he's he's writing things down and screwing them up and throwing them down like he's the, he's surrounded by these notes of like abandoned yeah. things. Whose mask was this? Whose mask is that? Because he attacked Axiom later, yeah. but this didn't look like Axiom's I, mask to me. I guess it was. It his. wasn't his mask because yeah, it looked decent. Um, was it Dragon Lee's mask? Is it Dragon is Lee's that, mask is that gonna be? Stand delivery. deliver. So Scripps hates masks. I, I didn't understand this, man. Like, it's, I mean, his voice was all robotic like, and
2: stuff. So, yeah. Uh, put the... Uh, Fire Frank in the chat, putting up the emoji of the... What do you even call this? Writing? A quill. A quill emoji? Oh, like calligraphy? <laughs> the ideals and the metaphorical <laughs> of the darkness. and the Man, oh my God. I, I love I, this I now. didn't understand this at all. It's it, so he, bad. He doesn't like masks, yeah, I don't he, think. The guy who wears a mask hates masks.
1: Well, yeah, like that's Batman, isn't it? He, he doesn't he, like bats.
2: So he wears So he is a bat. Wow, you might be onto you something
1: a here. Fear.
0: <laughs> Reggie hates Reggie
1: just hated masks. <laughs> so how, how many who did he lose the 24/7 championship to? Uh, was that a guy in a mask? Maybe that was his origin.
2: His origin story, is, ah, that guy in the mask really got me. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I'm excited. We we asked, "Hey, where's Scripps?" We shouldn't have. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought he was going to take the mask off and be like, I hate masks. So he finally just goes, yo, remember me? I'm Reggie.
1: Yeah, I I didn't understand this. Yeah,
2: it's hilarious. Definitely worth checking out. It's so bad. We go to the witches versus Katana and Caden versus Ivy and Tatum. So this is a uh, three-team triple threat tag team match and the winner goes on to stand and deliver to face the women's tag team champions of Fallon and Kiana so we got the witches Ila Dawn and Alba, Alba Fire. Fire Katana Chance and Caden Carter Tatum Paxley and Ivy Nile we see a video during the entrances here last week when uh, Tatum and Caden and, and like the whole women's locker room were kind of watching the main event of uh, Satamura and Roxy But Ivy wasn't there. And Caden and Katana were like, oh, uh, where's where's Ivy? And Tatum says, oh, she's out celebrating with the creeds and the diamond mine. She's Mm -hmm. not here. And they're like, huh? And they just kinda of shake their head.
1: And obviously leading up to this match as well, the witches have been kind of playing with both teams with Caden and Katana and, and Ivy and Tatum. And
2: the witches have also been saying, like, Tatum, like you're not even in Diamond Mine. Yeah. Like
1: Where's your where's your membership badge? Yeah. You don't have diamonds on your gear.
2: So we get Katana and Tatum's and well also the rules in this one is that all three are in the ring at the same yes. time. And then they have to tag in their uh partners. Uh, There's all, like, chaos in the beginning where they're all fighting, but eventually Katana's beating up Tatum. She eventually hits these, like, double knees off the ropes here. That looked pretty cool, and tags in Caden, who comes in and hits this, like, dropkick combo splash out the corner, and then another float over into this, like, splash with Katana. Again, double teams look pretty cool. This is when uh, Ivy's the one getting beat up here and goes to tag in Tatum, but Tatum decides to not tag and kind of walks off here leaving Ivy and Ivy's just a little confused. She turns around and she gets this like uh, code codebreaker type move from Katana uh, from Kate and Katana. Then to to make things worth when the witches now are getting rid of them, Tatum Paxley comes back down the ramp and kicks Ivy uh-huh. in the gut and then picks her up and throws and throws her into the ring and those witches grab her and they they hit her with this like it's it's isla dawn who holds her in this like uh mexican surfboard almost type move but like a backcracker mm-hmm. and then fire jumps off with a swanton bomb which would also hurt her own partner but it looks still looks pretty cool and i bet would hurt and they get the one two three and they become the number one contenders to the women's tag titles
1: and i can completely see them taking this title yes. and stand and deliver uh, as we see the fall apart of uh fallon and kiana um But here, yeah, Tatum turning on Ivy. Uh, I was wondering at first, is she gonna become a witch? But this just seemed her like she's had enough of
2: Ivy. Yeah, yeah. It might not be she's a witch. She's a witch, but she's just like fed up. So maybe that's the thing. Uh, I don't like the the three way tag matches. I don't know. I don't know how you can do a three way tag match properly. I don't know which way is the better way. Having three to tag, does that make more sense? I prefer
1: three in the room. Yeah, like this. Like this. Yeah. I prefer this way than the you can tag anyone. Right. I find that's always a bit silly.
2: Like, it should be trio's rules, really. Like, where even if there's two of you, like, once you're out, it means your partner's right. The one. That's how it should work. Mm. But if this was real. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Because uh, ca- this one didn't work for me as much. There were some cool spots in it, but...
1: Yeah, I, it was more about the, the Ivy Tatum story. Really, this one.
2: Yeah. Uh, but there yeah. was
1: some cool stuff. But that leaves uh Caden and Katana not not on the card at the moment. True, really? yeah. Which is is kind of surprising because they've been a, a
2: big act there for a while now. But now we got the witches. We do. So that's okay. We go backstage, it's Tony D'Angelo, Stax and Braun Breaker, and they start to talk to Braun and they say, Braun, we know you got that contract signing later tonight. We could help take out Mello for you, and braun says, "Oh, yeah, what is it gonna be like some sopranos or Godfather or or Bosky or Ella Fitzgerald And he starts like naming all these like references to movies and and Tony's like, whoa, whoa, "Whoa, what are you talking about? You know we were just gonna take him out to the parking lot and uh, you just need to stop there. We're just gonna take him out to the parking lot. Here It <laughs> means a lot. He then says, "We're gonna take a you know a pipe to his knee, a bat to his knee." I love how they're baby faces now, but they're still like, "Hey, do you want me to kill someone
1: for you? Do you want me to break the kneecaps?"
2: <laughs> and uh, Bron Breaker says, "Ah, bada boom, bada bing." He goes, "I don't need this. I don't need to take out anyone. I got this. Don't worry. Thanks." And walks off. Mm. And uh, Tony is a little upset, and he goes, "It doesn't matter. We don't. We don't need him." It's fine. I say we get some gold. And Stacks like, well, the, the champ just walked away. And he goes, how about, how about us as a team getting some gold? So it looks like Tony D and Stax have their, their eyes on some tag In team. Dallas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now it's the Italians v. the Scots. We had the English v. the Scots. Now yeah. it's the Italians.
2: Yeah. What did you think of Braun Breaker's uh, Italian here? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I
1: just love how... Ron was almost like, ah, it's that cartoon character yeah. that's been here the whole time. Yeah, he
2: pretty much said <laughs> that to him. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I don't like. I don't know if this is a match that's going like. Stan and delivers filling up quite a lot, but I imagine you'll have the tag titles defended on there. Um, Maybe. So, I don't. Tony and stacks against Gallus. I see it being another multi. Another. I see. No, Chase, I don't.
2: I don't see these titles being defended at this point. Like, no, I, I don't know. Yeah. It could be the
1: I mean there's nothing to say that they can't do more than 5 6 matches. Yeah. Like it's Maybe. I mean we've got an event to host after but like yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I mean it's just cuz it's been traditional with NXT but yeah. like regular pay-per-views you have 8 9 matches or whatever. So we could add the tag match but again I see it being like a three way four way something like that with Chase U being involved. Chase
2: U should be the ones to be the champions. Yeah. We go to Ilya Dragunov. He makes his way down to the ring, and he has a microphone. He says, with every success I had here, there was always a blemish. He, said, it's o-, he says, it's always JD McDonough who's ripping out me, my legs from behind. He's always pulling me down whenever I think I'm up. He says, I need to get rid of him in NXT for good. This is when JD makes his way down the ramp and has a microphone as well and says, Ilya, me and you are like two sides of a coin. You know, you drove me out of the UK, and I came here. And then, wouldn't you know it, you followed me here. So, Ilya, you just can't quit me. He says, "You face it. Like you like chasing me. You like fighting me." And Dragonov says, "Well, no, I don't like fighting you. I just like pain, and pain makes me feel something." And JD says, "Yeah, sure, but that doesn't you don't have any titles to prove it? You like you've you've lost the touch and." It's because of me. I'll always be there to stop you. And we've been doing it for years, and we'll probably do it again. And I'll never get tired of making you suffer. We're destined to do this for a long time, you and me, next week. And then they stand face to face as the crowd then start to chant fight. And JD goes for his classic, uh, what is it, sucker punch headbutt. Mm-hmm. But Dragunov, like misses it and then uh, smacks him, and they start to brawl. There's a great bit where Dragonov tries to take off his own jacket when he gets smacked. So he's not able to block anything. He's like taking his jacket off and just gets fucking hit right in the face. It looked vicious here. They're brawling. It's a bit of a pull apart here. And they, they start fighting through the crowd. And we'll see a bit later on. But that's set up for next week.
1: Yeah, a, a bit of a surprise. But I'm looking forward to see it. Absolutely. Hope they get enough time.
2: Yeah, I was figuring this was going to be on Sandaliver, but this way it's seeming like it's not. Again, they could do a false finish where it's like, "No, we need to do this again at the the pay per view." But which I would hope so. I, I think they would kill it. I
1: liked. Uh, I actually quite liked JD's logic here in the promo as the heel. It's like, "What do you mean I've been trying to get away from you and you followed <laughs> me here?" Like it's. I, I kind of enjoyed that. I did, did find this and. Uh, I mean, not just this segment, but I noticed it here because JD stumbled a little, a little over scripted. You get all these, I mean, we talk about that scripts promo and stuff, yeah. um, but some of the language giving to uh, JD and you just, I can't remember what the line was exactly, but you just got the sense of writers there like going, oh, and make sure you say this uh I wish I remembered what the line was. It just sounded odd, and he stumbled over it, and then it's like, yeah, it's because you're giving them... You're eating a thesaurus and then getting these wrestlers to <laughs> speak in ways that real people don't talk like. Right. And it was just a bit jarring in this one, um, but I'm looking forward to the match.
2: No, I like it. Like the, they have feuded a bunch, obviously, in NXT UK, whether if you've watched or not. I would recommend their matches were awesome, but kind of saying, like, yo, like we've been doing this i you i came here you follow me you say i'm leaving i'm trying to like
0: yeah I'm i gonna appreciate hurt you.
1: that nxt uk is canon yeah, here as yeah. well like we saw that with pretty deadly in gallus and now with with these two um it's not like when you leave nxt and uh, everything is forgotten it's right it's the same story continuing
2: through so we got our batman and joker here yeah I guess jd so. and Ilya. i'm super hyped for that match next week so can't wait We go backstage pretty deadly, and uh, they're upset. They're being interviewed. Mackenzie just throws shade at them, as she always does. Like, So uh, you're not going to be on the card because you lost tonight. And they're like, yeah, we did. We're out of contention. That's what she says. You're out of contention now for the titles, so you can't go for them. They say Stand and Deliver has some great matches, but they don't have something. And I know what that is. We will host Stand and Deliver. Pretty deadly, your hosts of stand and deliver, and they say more like snack and delicious.
1: They got over this loss pretty quick, considering yeah. that they've been trying to get these titles back since New Day beat them months ago. Yeah. They were like, ah, we guess just we're not host. good enough. We'll just host. That sounds fun. <laughs> I'd love Sean to just go, no, no, guys, we don't, we don't have time for hosts. We've already booked seven matches yeah. instead of six. We like, don't need you. We don't
2: need you. Sorry. Yeah. It's kind of like. They'll, they'll be fun. The Miz is the host of WrestleMania, right? Yes. Right. It's kind of the same thing. Like, oh, we didn't really have anything. You don't before. have a match. Do you want to talk? <laughs> sure. We go to Tyler Bate and Thea Hale. They're doing yoga backstage. We talked about Tyler Bate's mm-hmm. yogi character uh, being all positive and shit. Uh, but it's interrupted as, like, Duke is like, sorry. Was it Andre doing yoga Andre with them, too? Andre was like,
1: I need, need time.
2: Yeah, guys, get out of here. So Duke and Andre have a conversation. And Duke mentions, like, hey, look, uh, it's it's not going so well here at Chase University. Have you looked at our win-loss record? And Andre Chase says, it's not about wins and losses. It's not about that. You see, this is this is what it's about. You could think of that when you grow up about wins and losses and, and trying to do that. But when I started Chase you, that's what this place is all about. And he starts giving this. You just needed, like, a score mm-hmm. underneath it as he's like – it's not about that. This is Chase. You, Chase. You is life. <laughs> he says Chase. You is everything, and you, you. I know you deep down, Duke. You do care because you know I'm right. He says you. You. you think that you. 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 That we need Duke. Well, you need Chase. You. What were you doing before? You were happy here just to be playing poker or having your head shaved. Chase. You has done more for you than anyone else, and maybe you just don't see it. Whew, that was some Goodwill this, Hunting I was getting, Academy was Award winning. Ted Lasso to <laughs> yeah, Jamie Tartt right there, wasn't it?
1: This was like, Duke, you're, you are fantastic, but you know what? Now, now you care about not just you winning. You care about Thea winning. You care about me winning. It's like you've become a team player and you've grown as a person because of that. So like, it's good that you care about the wins and losses because you care. Yeah. You didn't before. Um, yeah, real, real Ted Lasso. It's fantastic stuff here. Uh, yeah, I, I love this, this story. It's not
2: too late. Put the, t- make, make that wrong right. I, I think Champions. that would
1: be the at some whenever you do it. I think that would be a nice like crowning moment for this team.
2: I think if there is a tag title match, they should be in the tag title match. Whether they win it, that should be the moment. Unfortunately, the big split should happen when Duke finally like beats him up. But after this, you just want to continue to see them together.
1: Yeah, I, I don't wanna see them split. Yeah. At least not yet.
2: Chase you is life.
1: Or I think if you do do the split it's Chase turning on Duke.
2: Wow, that would be it No. He couldn't do that. Because Duke is Duke cares about he's Duke not, cares, bro. He cares, man. Like <laughs> he cares about this university. It was very Ted Lasso. Yeah. With the whole footballer's life. Oh back. yeah. Yeah. It, it's out tonight. Yeah. So season three, episode mm-hmm. one. Damn, we gotta watch that. Uh, we then go, we still see, uh, there's a fight still happening backstage between JD and Dragonov, and Wes is like, huh, these guys are fighting. But then now there's like a bunch of people there trying to go for the open challenge mm. and like all these people are fighting and, uh, Wes is like, what's going on? And like, tries to go to the ring. We see axioms just waiting there. Like, yep. Okay. I'm, I'm here. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to avoid these people. And it's all chaos. So Wes makes his entrance and he's them. Wes
1: did get hit uh, and got involved a little with JD and Irina yeah, as well. Oh, true. Which makes me think that these two will be in that five way.
2: Oh, okay. That, that, I see what, you, yeah, they were. He he did look like he was scrapping with them yeah. for a bit there. He makes his entrance and out comes Axiom, who, who did make it after everyone was fighting. But he's hit by a flying Scripps. <laughs> Scripps shows up. Hell, everyone's out there now. It's anarchy, cats and dogs living together, it's everything. I think there was Quincy Jones in there. Quincy Elliott. <laughs> that be Quincy Jones. That'd be, be lit, crazy. though. That'd be pretty sick. Uh who else was out there? There was Quincy Jones, probably Zion Quinn. That yeah, guy. Zion was definitely. You know, there. Zion was there, he's got nothing else to do. Uh there was all these like NXT Yeah, surprised talent.
1: to see Quincy Elliott. He was back on level up um I think this week or last week um with all the the stuff going on with him on on twitter and you know burner accounts and transphobia and stuff i'm i'm quite shocked actually to see him on tv yeah
2: that was i i wasn't uh like oh okay true i did see the video of him on level up um of quincy just beating someone up with his boobs yeah i mean we i
1: feel like we've seen people fired for less Or released for nothing. You know, just roster cuts. Like, I'm shocked this guy's around.
2: Yeah, uh, I I am too, to be fair. Uh, And I'm happy he didn't make it into the open challenge here. But the match never happens because all these guys keep fighting. Mm. Everyone's fighting here. And uh, we'll see what this leads to later on. We get a commercial break. And during it, I got to finally see the full Rhea Ripley Stranger Things Wrestlemania one I haven't seen it with John Cena I haven't watched it in full ones and I, I thought it was pretty good
1: I, I love it with Cena being yeah. the voice I thought it was pretty cool um, did does say I mean I know they say there's multiple main events but saying being the main event of Wrestlemania yeah. so I wonder if that is night one
2: main Charlotte and Rhea, and Rhea. Maybe. maybe possibly um, we then go backstage Mackenzie Mitchell's with Dragon Lee and she says Dragon Lee welcome Mr. Lee Mr. Dragon, welcome to NXT. And he says, thank you very much. I'm really excited to be be here. I've been around the world, but I've always wanted to make it here. And I can't wait to show the world what I've got. And I just know I'm going to love it. So nice to meet you. And then he's just so happy and walks off.
1: There's always a chance they uh, rebrand him, but still going by Dragon Lee at the moment, which is is interesting. We've seen this weird kind of, shift in nxt where you know uh samoa joe came in and he kept his name and he was samoa joe and then fergal devitt and hideo uh, and kent come in and they yeah. changed their names and then you had gargano and champa come and they were still gargano and champa and then adam cole is still adam cole and yeah it's gone through these weird waves and then walter becomes a gunther so
2: I'm just thinking we what, just,
1: what wave are we on right now? Is Sean like Nah just keep your name
2: Dragon Lee That's Tri- fine
1: Triple H Can he keep his name?
2: We do We've mentioned we do A show called Was Next Where we look back at Retro NXT And our last one We looked at NXT 200 Which was the 200th mm. episode And it reminds me of that Because on that episode The American Wolves Show up But they're the American Pitbulls yeah. And they don't even go by Their real names They no. go by like The worst fake names That we've ever heard For like a one off yeah, and it's just like, what was going on there? Why Why did anyone think that was going to work? Mm. Like, no wonder it didn't. But yeah, they've been doing weird name things. Because
1: I would rather, if they are eventually going to change his name, I'd rather they change it now Yeah. than do the thing where he's in NXT for a year as Dragon Lee, and then he's going to get a call up, and they go, oh, well, um, uh, Nick Khan, we, we need to brand this guy, so yeah. he's Dragon Steve going up. Or whatever,
2: right? Dragon Steve? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if, like, maybe not. If he's Dragon Steve now, I'd get used to it by the time the main roster call. But Dragon, year, Lee. like,
2: dude, you've been here a, a year now. It's a fine name, but I'm sure maybe he can come up with something. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. I'm excited to see this guy work, and I'm I'm also like interested, like down the line, like with him and his brothers and the family there, like what would happen if people might join him mm. down the line as well uh, in WWE. We go to... So I'm excited. Dragon Lee. Maybe he is entered into that, that five-way match as well. I assume so. A Lee 100%. taking the title from another Lee. They,
1: yeah. So it's... Oh, that, that seven's later. Yeah. But Sean says you can pick your opponent. Yeah, so I so. completely see him picking a Lee. We
2: go backstage. Mackenzie's busy tonight. She's with JC Jane. And she's in an arm sling. And she says she's injured. She said for, during the first minute of her match last week with Gigi... She tore something in her arm, and she's injured. And she says, of course, Gigi would target me and attack me and use this to her advantage. She's just basically full so the healing. So show popped out, right? Oh, is that what? Yeah, that's, so, yeah. oh, man, uh, that must, must have sucked. She then, like, uh, just runs down Gigi, like, oh, you knew I was hurt, so that's why you won. Mackenzie then says, like, well, like, be- because, like, you didn't uh, win that match, Gigi beat you, and Gigi tonight is in the contendership match. And JC just like mocks her here and says, don't worry. When I return, I promise I'm going to break your heart and your face again. So she's out of action. Is this legit? I mean, she said her shoulder popped out. She says she's injured. And that's kind of putting a little pause on that feud, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, because I wonder if this is her, like, is this her kayfabe with like just being like, Covering her loss, oh, I lost. Oh, my shoulder popped out. I think it was and a bit to s- attack her and take her out of the the ladder match.
2: It's a bit sp- specific. Lo- that's a real good liar to be like. Well, you see, the first minute of the match, my shoulder popped out, and this and that. I did and-
1: notice them like working. Yeah. It- we said they were working slowly, yeah, didn't we last yeah. week? I'm just surpri- surprised. Um, I- I'm surprised we haven't really seen. No, I haven't heard anything much about of it. it. Yeah. Um, so, Hope yeah, she's all right. I don't know, um but yeah, maybe a, a break from the feud, and you know, it worked with Champa Gargano. Yeah, <laughs> come back when Gigi's about to have a moment.
2: And... Exactly.
1: But yeah, I could also see this
2: maybe being kayfabe. Interesting. Yeah, I see it being real, but like because Gigi oh, I lost because I'm hurt. Because oh. Gigi's in a match later and wins it. Yeah, and she could have come out and cost her the match to be in the match. right Oh, now. she
1: wants to take it when in
2: her biggest she moment. can still do that yeah. even
0: if she's injured or not yeah. right so like even if you're injured you can still go pull someone off a ladder this post wrestling podcast is brought to you by nerd Wallet's smart money podcast financial literacy can be daunting but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with on nerd Wallet's smart money podcast their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio if you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom this show might be for you Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Shyster. And putting away more money for retirement, because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.
2: We go to our next match. It's a grudge match, ladies and gentlemen. Apollo Cruz versus Daba Kato. Finally, here it's led us to this. How many months? Eighteen months. They said that this guy's wanted this match with Apollo Cruz, and well, Apollo is pissed because Dabo came in and attacked him, costing him, you know, titles and opportunities here. So this match happens now. When Dabo makes his entrance, Apollo is already in the ring and kind of jumps off the top rope to the outside to kick things off here. As they start going at it with strikes, eventually Dabo gets the advantage here and just starts clubbing Cruz here in the ring. Uh, on the outside, Daba runs at him, but ends up eating the stairs for a big spot. Back in the ring, Daba finally hits him with his big boot as they go to break. But when we come back, he's just clubbing away at Cruz. There's this like huge like chops and clubs right to his chest, which looked great. Uh, eventually, Cruz does fight back with a few pump kicks and an angle slam, which looked great. And then goes yeah, up top. because Tato's big, so he's this is like impressive. He's like 7-something, seven, seven 7-4? Seven uh, not quite seven, not like seven, six, eight. Sorry. Seven, six, think. six, seven. Yeah. Six, seven. I think. Uh, he then, sorry, he's laid out. So Apollo goes up top and hits a splash, but it's kind of like the, the low down, the low down right? right. Yeah, yeah. With the up down and somehow Cato kicks out of that. The crowd was super biting on this. They're fighting on the outside again and they're fighting around the steps when Daba Kato hits this like choke bomb onto the steps and goes back in the ring Cruz cannot answer the ten count, but rolls back in just in the nick of time, only to be hit with another sit-out choke bomb. And this guy, like I said, is huge. So this move looks awesome. This is the classic. Um, who used to do this move? Uh, Albert. NXT legend Baldo, Matt Bloom. Baldo bomb. yeah, the Baldo bomb here, the Dabakato bomb. Uh, yeah, I guess what would he call this the the Cato diet? Cato <laughs> diet because <laughs> he got the win here, so he's putting crews on that Cato diet here tonight. Yeah,
1: uh, the Dabba Bomb, <laughs> <laughs> the
2: de- the last the da- dab, the last dab.
1: <laughs> um, I I was really impressed by Dabba Kato here. Yeah. Actually, he's he's been someone we've who's been in this company quite a while now. We followed him on developmental for quite a few years, and. Didn't really do it for me, but he started to put it all together. I think I, I'm not saying this was a five-star clinic, but I was impressed here as a big guy. I thought he showed a lot uh, of like kind of speed, aggression. The finish looked really good. Apollo Cruz is just being beaten to the ground, though, isn't he?
2: Yeah, that that's fine. You kind of knew that coming mm. into this feud, right? That this guy would be obviously being pushed over him. I think we, when we saw a glimmer of Dabakato the last time, when he the first match, I was like, mm. okay, you look a lot different already than kind of what you did before, and I thought the same thing here. Maybe it's literally just that choke bomb looks so good. I don't, I don't know how it would be to take that move. Is it safe because you're just he's got you the whole time? But because you go so high and so mm. down so fast because of his st- speed, it looks devastating.
1: I, I think these big guys. It's just. It's the move-in around the rip. You you see a big guy pick someone up and slam them. It's impressive. But it's how they... like. You look at great Karl Lee, and he just... Couldn't walk around. So yeah. awkward the way he's walking around. Almost to an extent. I like, yeah. saw him trying to throw Brock out the ring yeah. on Monday. It just didn't look good. It looked quite awkward. And I think a lot of that awkwardness got, has gone from this guy.
2: Yeah. I thought that this is pretty fun, and again, love that choke bomb. So going forward, I guess this feud is over with. I don't know where we go with either of these guys. I'd say so, yeah, really. But D'Avicato for NXT champ. champ. Yeah, we get a video here. NXT anonymous. We see Wesley and Shawn Michaels in in a hallway alone somewhere. And uh Sean's like, Look, man, uh You gotta stop doing this.
0: <laughs> you gotta stop
2: You gotta stop doing these open challenges. Everyone's fighting all the time and it's getting crazy and crowded, it's just not safe. And Wes says, Look, I wanna do these open challenges, I need to prove myself. Sean says,
0: prove You your... don't need to prove yourself. He says, You're
2: a champion already. What do you need to prove? He says, Well, I wanna fight all everyone. Give me an open challenge. He says, Look, I'll give you an open challenge. How about I give you one? I'll give you an opponent. For Stand and Deliver. And and Wes is like, I want 10 of them. Ten. I want a 10 Give of the best. Ten. Give me 10. And he goes, I'm not giving you 10. But how about this? Four guys. Sean Spears somewhere was like, what? Ten? <laughs> 10. 10. He says, how about this? You pick four people and it'll be a five-way for the North American title. And you can pick your opponents. So, Wes agrees. So, yes. A fatal five-way North American championship match. And it's Wes... We assume Axiom. Axiom. We assume JD, JD Ilya, and Dragon Lee. Dragon. That sounds crazy. Yeah. And the dragon. The dragon. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. That sounds great. Yeah. Actually, if that is in, ca- in fact the match. So, yeah. I would assume so. Like, that yeah. makes the most sense. And that sounds
1: absolutely banger. Zion Quinn, Quincy Elliott, and <laughs> whoever.
2: Why do you do this? Yeah. <laughs> We go to Keanu James and mm. Brooks Jensen and uh, they're upset because Keanu was beat up by the witches earlier. And, they, and Fallon and Briggs walk in and they're still wearing their outfits from uh, playing from the break-in. investigation detectives. And they say, what's going on? Where were you guys? And they said, uh, sorry, we had to be somewhere. They said, like why were you here like we got beat up and we have a match and Fallon realizes like what do you mean and says you have a match without me for the title and she says yeah I can be double champion why not if I wanted to be just because we're a tag team and that's when she gets mad and says that we also have a match this week and you don't even know that because you weren't even here to find out so they kind of walk off as well and uh yeah oh wait was this wait was this before the match sorry this was before that match even happened. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm I, going ahead of myself. Oh, sorry. Here. Yeah. Um, I'm going way ahead of myself here. This is when no, they were th- calling this is them.
1: Fallon and Brooks. Fallon yeah. tells Brooks that she wants to go out on her
2: own. Sorry. And he thinks she means, wait, you want to be on your own? And said, yeah. No, no, yeah, just yeah. for
1: the match. But she's mad because she feels her tag partner should be
2: there. Yeah, she says Fallon should be here. And then kind of goes like, I, I want to be alone, but uh, just we'll talk later and goes, yeah, I got to have myself here because there was a segment There's afterwards a to talk
1: about these guys
2: <laughs> <laughs> Gigi Dolan versus Keanu James winner advances to the latter match. We get this like awesome looking RVD inspired back handspring into the shoulder tackle into the corner from Keanu James and then sweet looking like arm hanging clicking neck breaker for a near fall. This is when the crowd starts to chant who's Sebastian <laughs> repeatedly uh, Gigi comes back with a series of pump kicks and then a roundhouse kick and then her running STO, which looks pretty good. And then Gigi, uh, go there's a counter for counter, but Gigi gets the best of her hitting that crucifix pinning bomb and pins Kiana James and wins the advancement into the ladder match at Stand and Deliver. But after that, Isla Dawn and Albafire attack Kiana and beat her up and Brooks runs out for the save yeah. to scare him off. but um a, sh- a kind of a quick match there wasn't too much going on in it you could see a little bit of each of them but that th- crucifix bomb thing looks good yeah from
1: gg uh i think the right person won I, this wasn't too much real interest in this one because kiana's already booked on the show i can't really see kiana doing double duty yeah. as stand and deliver hey she could so uh yeah i i didn't think a whole lot of this
2: uh so this is i I guess i'll just go to that segment now because we get to i really am brooks and kiana afterwards after the break are backstage and she's so upset and brooks is like can i get you anything you need anything she's like no i'm fine that's when briggs and and fallon walk in and they're like you know i was jumped by those witches and like what happened to you and he goes briggs why are you dressed like a bear did you go see that bear movie without me? And he goes, yeah, I did. It was awesome. No, no, no. I'll still see it with you. And then they say, like, where the hell were you? And then it's like, well, those redheaded ladies attacked me. We have a match. Where were you? And it's like, there's all this, like, dissension between the four of them yeah. here. But really, who's in the right? Like we were mentioning and nitpicking the storyline here. Like, Fallon could be trying to do the, all this investigating. It's because she's jealous and wants to be with Brooks, right? Yeah. Is that not the story? Yeah,
1: that didn't seem to be revisited as much this week. Because there was definitely that kind of... The look last week. And when they... I think they both said something at the same time. And they were like... You know, that stuff. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Whereas this just seemed more back to, like... Fallon just not... Straight out not trusting Keanu. See,
2: Fallon right here could have been like... Who's Sebastian? But she's done that once. She's already
1: been like, who's Zach? Right. She needs, like, definitive... She needs the smoke and gun. Proof. Right. Yeah. And I don't think that was a great morning. Was yeah. smoke and gun enough.
2: It's true, yeah. She did take photos of it, just in case. So that's smart, yeah. yeah. Yeah, true. We'll we'll have to see what happens, but next week, this is the this is the real like cliffhanger for is me. Is the movie. reveal gonna be
1: in the match at Stan and Deliver? Or the witch is gonna like conjure up Sebastian <laughs> or something? I <laughs> f- I don't know.
2: Like, no, maybe the turn happens because Fallon doesn't... Maybe Sebastian's Dragon Lee's new name. <laughs> now we're getting ahead of ourselves. But maybe maybe something's like they're not clicking together and Fallon just goes, yeah, well, who's Sebastian? And mm. then, like, something happens and they lose the titles that way or something. Or the Witches summon up some... <laughs> I don't know. I'm more into that. Let's go with that. We go to... Okay, we mentioned off the top Johnny Gargano was cutting a promo... When Grayson Waller went live on Instagram outside of Johnny's front of his house. So Johnny is pulling up. It took him this long to get yeah. from there to his house. How far does he live from this place?
1: Possibly a 40-minute drive. Like
2: I will say like the, the videos that he was posting on Instagram Live and Twitter bef- leading up to this angle. Like If you're on Twitter watching NXT and stuff, uh, he was... Posting, Waller was posting videos like, oh, like look at his house here. Wow, look at that. It looks like it's got six bedrooms in there. Probably got one whole room for his action figures. That main
1: roster money.
2: <laughs> that main roster money house, eh? So Johnny pulls up, and he gets out of his car, and he walks up his, his front lawn. And as he goes to go up his steps, he's attacked from Waller, and they start to fight on Johnny's front lawn here. Uh, Waller goes with the cheap tactics and throws some, some sand and dirt in his eyes. Pocket sand right into Johnny's face. There's then garbage bins and stuff they're fighting with. This is pretty. This looked like shoot garbage thing, right? So yeah, Johnny using it as a cannonball at one point. That was pretty. cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, because he put he holds him and then like runs at it and like he
1: throws it on Waller yeah. and then it's like next to Waller, so he just like shoulder barges.
2: So it. Johnny's beaten the ever loving piss out of Grace and Waller when. His own wife opens the front door while holding their baby. Quill, yeah. And she's like, hey, Johnny, everything all right out here? And he's like, everything's fine. Just close the door. Go back inside. And Grayson Waller hits him in the nuts. Low blows him and just starts beating him up. So what does Candace LeRae do? Nothing. She just stands there. No, stop it. Stop. Stop it, Grayson. Please. Stop. So... Johnny's getting the, the 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 piss kick out of him here. He then gets hit with the the a rake broken over his mm-hmm. back, and then the, Waller hits his like his stomp, which is like the the surfboard he, stomp. It's
1: it's Candice's stomp. Oh right, he does it in front of Candace. Yeah, the, the fairy tale.
2: Yeah, that's right, right. So he hits it right in front of her on Johnny on the lawn, and then says, "Hey, that's your husband, eh? Like, yeah. Well, I just beat him up, and I'm going to do the same thing again as." He then leaves and it's just Candace holding the baby and being like, Johnny, are you okay? Oh my goodness, are you okay? I wonder if,
1: like, as Quill grows up, uh, she's going to get flashbacks of just, like... Grayson moment. Waller beating up her dad. Because she doesn't know what's going on. All she sees is her, is her dad being murdered on the This is her Lord debut. By this Aussie guy. Um, I, I really didn't like this, actually. I loved the whole setup. Um... And then, as I said earlier, I found it weird. There were like multiple cameras here. It kept on like cutting. I felt like it should have been just like Following. Johnny and one guy. Um, and I thought, I thought Candice ruined this. Actually, I thought she there was
2: zero emotion in her voice. Why would she stand there with a baby and not do just... so
1: either? Either like, like she needed. I I I get maybe she wasn't trying to scream because she didn't want to upset the baby. Yeah, but got like get on the phone call the police or or like have something i feel so no guys stop it knock it out guys it was like a bored mom who were telling their sons to stop wrestling no guys stop it stop it stop come on it's dinner soon guys stop stop fighting enough
2: like like part of me i totally agrees with you i think there was some things that could have been done a lot better than than this, I think you could have done this way earlier in the show, showing him drive. Yeah, maybe he does live forty minutes away. Or maybe he lives ten minutes away. I don't know, but you could have done it regardless, like a lot quicker, maybe in the show. And when he shows up, and, we don't
1: know where they live. Yeah, They, they
2: genuinely like if could, this is his actual house. Yeah. like it could be a forty-minute drive. I kind of agree on. I was liking it until it's just her standing there, like, "Yo, what? Do you, why would you? If this was a real thing, if you were being attacked." You would totally not have your baby out there just standing there. Put the there baby watching. down. Come back. It's just scream. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was just lacking that. Look, in retrospect, like a lot of these home invasion things are never work well in wrestling, but like it adds something to it. So like the visual of him getting the stomp and getting attacked on his front lawn, like that will that looks good and that I like that. But there's definitely like something in this that just felt really cheesy. I wrestling always find. To me always in wrestling these these beatdowns they always go on
1: too long and i think they'd be way more effective if they were just like like proper fights don't yeah. last long do they you you like you're throwing fists until someone gets knocked out right and i always feel it's like oh no i'm gonna slam your head against the wall ah I'm gonna break a I'm rake on your this. back ah if they i think if you like cut it down i think it would be more effective but yeah Candice with the Razzie for this one <laughs>
2: And I, you know I love Johnny Gargano. Definitely one of the best. One of my favorites. But if this is his real house, what's going on with that lawn, Johnny?
1: Yeah, I mean, who's really... I mean, it's Florida. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. It was around. all... It's not like the wind we had here
2: today. It looked all, like, yellow. Like, I know you're not there all the time. Maybe that's why. You need to take care of that lawn. Because I'm picturing a nice lawn fight where it's, like, green grass, pile of leaves over there, maybe. It was just patches. It's, a, it's kind of a shitty time of year, isn't it? In Florida, too?
1: It's, I guess still so. Still not the best, yeah. is it? Uh, Surin in the chat saying, baby wrestling, gonna need a therapist by four.
2: I I don't know. Part of me, I really still liked this, just because I was like, this is ridiculous, and now I want to see this guy beat this guy up. But I think you're right. I think Candace just standing there made it me go like, well, you could, you're a wrestler. You could if, help him.
1: If... <laughs> Your own wife, the mother of your kid, doesn't seem to give a shit.
2: Why do I, as a fan
1: watching, care about the status of Johnny Gargano? And I'm saying that as a huge Johnny Gargano yeah, fan. Yeah. Like, this
2: guy ain't in peril. <laughs> He's fine. He's all right. He's fine. I think you could have done this a different way. I think this would have been the one time to do it as a different thing. You think this guy's coming in there. What's he going to do? Attack his family? What's he doing? No, I'm going in there to, like, break your... I'm going to go in there. I know you have a room with your NXT titles in it, and mm. he takes it and, like, smashes his NXT, You'll like... do a shoey over it. Yeah, like, just do that and be, like, nasty that way. Like, psychological thing. Like, yeah, I wasn't going to go in and attack, you, beat up your wife. I'm going to mm. go in there and, like, take a shit and do an upper-decker and not flush. Like, you know, that's what I'm going to do. That's where the step was missing. But I liked the idea of everything else.
1: You know what would have been creepy?
2: Yeah. Is...
1: uh if the baby's asleep and cutting a promo through the baby monitor
2: right yeah
1: and then and then as Johnny gets there the windows open the curtains are
2: is Gray- no Grayson's <laughs> like ran away is this hook. hook the babies. <laughs> <laughs> it's the baby. Is Grayson Waller gonna kidnap? Now? No, not kidnap.
1: But the fact that, right. as you said, the fact he was in there. Yeah, the fact that he was there is like, like what, this is how how close I can get. Yeah, him, that's
2: that's, that's what I think you should have done. He should have gotten into the house somehow, some way. Mm. But instead, they fought on his lawn. So, Classic. well,
1: Candice was obviously so
2: didn't terrifying. Care. Yeah. that he didn't get in there. Uh, yeah, I it, these things like really never really do work, but I understand why they do them. I think mean, some people out there love it, right? Like,
1: oh yeah, they're fighting, yeah, on the lawn and stuff. Sure, it will look great in the promo. Package. Exactly,
2: that's what I think they did it for. Like, wow, look how personal this was. Like, mm. like I think I think having Grayson Waller steal his comic collection would have just took it over the edge. But I. I digress i i liked it and i loved it at the same time but that's just why i love wrestling liked
1: it and you loved it like sorry
2: (laughs) (laughs) i liked it and i disliked it at the same time like you know i can't i can't not like people fighting on a lawn it's just good shit well we then go to our main contract signing our main event if you will the champion Braun breaker and the challenger carmelo hayes with trick sorry i've
1: just can can we just go back to brooks jensen real quick he, ju- uh, he tweeted out, Tuesday night means pizza night with Keanu James. Notification center, his phone, Domino's tracker. Your driver, Sebastian, is on the way.
2: Oh, boy. Wow, the plot really thickens here. With- She's fucking the pizza man. No. no. Can it be? Wow. Find out next week on NXT TV on USA Network.
0: Mm.
2: Wow, that's some that's some soap opera stuff. People fighting on lawns, people fucking just, pizza guys. Yeah, maybe possibly. This is great.
1: Dinner with Sebastian. Could that just be meaning I order from Sebastian? <laughs> <laughs> it's always the same. And they she's they like, always get the same guy. They no longer. And she's call like, him I d- didn't d- want d- anyone loans.
2: to know. It's my cheat day. Yeah. Right? Cheat day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. We're Mm. we're crack detectives here. Mm. Main event, contract (laughs) signing. Braun and Mello. I will say Carmelo and Trick looked really good here.
1: Carmelo forgot his shirt.
2: He's wearing a blue, like shiny blazer. Trick always looking good too, really shiny there, is in his jacket. Uh Braun in his t shirt. Trick being like way more quiet. He was more
1: like the, the bodyguard. This week rather than the hype man is the feel I got with him. Yeah, with the like sunglasses all in black jacket, like walking just behind him the whole time. It was cool.
2: Uh, we then we then see pretty deadly interrupt this conversation, which was like, What? They come out here and say, Yeah, look, we're the host of Santa Deliver and we're gonna be the host of this contract signing. We know how these things get. So they're there, but they start giddling giddying and making jokes and Braun and Mello both tell him like, Yo, if you're gonna be here then don't talk. They're like, okay, yeah, sure. So they won't talk, even though they're standing there with mics. Mello says, "Braun, look, you deserve to be recognized. These people might not know it, but I know it. Like, you're good. You're the best. But you can feel it, Braun. The change of the guard is coming, and come, stand and deliver. I'm taking that title." And then pretty deadly start like laughing, like, "Oh, you, yeah," he said, and they say, "Shut up! Did we not tell you? Shut up!" And Mello says, Braun, but I, I want to tell you something. When it comes to Santa Deliver, I don't want anger issues, Braun. I don't want tuxedo Braun inducting your, your your dad and uncle into the Hall of Fame. I don't want fishermen, Braun. I want the Braun who made Champa tap out. I want the Braun from Ro- War Games. I want the good Braun, the real Braun, just so you know that it still won't be good enough. And I don't say it because it sounds good. I say it because it's true. I am him. I
1: loved it. I, I don't know if you heard, but one of Pretty Deadly, very quietly, after this Mello yeah. promo, went, ooh, bars. <laughs> 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 it was so funny.
2: So Braun says, look, uh, he he also laughs at Mello. Like, okay, I, I see what you're saying. But uh, you are him. That's not something you added to your character or you put on a t-shirt. But you are him. Well you got to show me. You say you, you know Bron that you know you're the the smooth the smooth talking and the the smooth acting trick and mellow gang. Well, I hear about it, but I, I know that I can I can overcome and you just don't have it. I want to see it if you have it too. And well, Mello says it's you've had that title for almost 2 years and stand and deliver WrestleMania weekend main event the youngest ever including both of us we're the two youngest to ever main event a weekend WrestleMania event yeah cuz the only other time they've done another event is because it's been NXT the same weekend of a WrestleMania like it's always WrestleMania weekend so no but, but the, NXT the youngest match since like NXT has been on the road with WrestleMania
1: yeah. the youngest match ever at WrestleMania
2: Main eventing a show on a weekend is what they're show. saying, so it's kind of like a okay. Well, it's probably just other NXT ones that you would compare that to because mm. there there wasn't anything else going on before NXT on WrestleMania weekend, but but still. it's saying younger than any other main
1: event at WrestleMania, oh, okay. as well, right? That which, so you're talking yeah. almost
2: 40 years worth of stuff, and these are the two they're, youngest they're to in the main event, yeah, they're in their early 20s, so uh,
1: 25, 28. I looked up, damn, okay. Melo's 28.
2: Damn, damn. So they say youngest mania weekend and it's stand and deliver. And Braun Mello says, I am going to deliver. And they just kind of stare at each other and they're about to leave. But pretty deadly are like, whoa, we can't leave on this. We need like more drama. We need something juicy. Come on, give the people what they want. Let's have a stare down here. And Mello and Braun look at each other. And then both in unison pick up pretty deadly and slam them in unison through the table.
1: I I, I love this between these two. Um, it's contract signing, so someone's got to go through a table, I yes. guess. I think they've done a really good way of making Mello uh, a baby face while still keeping all his swag and everything. Um, I think Bron, I, I like Bron, what he kind of said about, hey, like you keep on kind of out, coming up with new catchphrases, you call yourself the A champion, when you weren't really ready. I've just been... I've been the champion this whole time. I've been the guy here. I'm just Bron Breaker. And that's who I am. Yeah. Um, I thought both made really good points. I thought both sounded great. Um, This is so much better than the other... Like... Bron. Bron Bron Apollo, which was a babyface, babyface, which just... They were trying to do the respect angle, but it was just kind of cheesy. This felt good, and I thought they made this feel big... And the fact they've had them separated all this time and now they're meeting, it does feel like a big event. And I do feel it's almost, you know, you talk about Marvel and you've got your your phases. And then you're, the end of your phases, you end with a big Avengers team-up film. Right. This feels like the end of this 2.0 phase. You know, they say it's it's changing of the guard. Like Bron said, like it feels like there's going to be a changing of the, of the guard. This feels the end of the 2.0 phase with the crowning of Carmelo Hayes. And you've got these two, like, young guys main eventing and rightfully main eventing.
2: Right. Yeah. And they, and they deserve it. They, they've they definitely been the the match we've been waiting to see. And you know they will deliver it. And I do think Mello wins and becomes kind yeah. of the big star him. here. He is him. He will become him come stand and deliver. But, yeah, uh, I liked them promo. I think it was weird having Pretty Deadly out there because it's like they're making fun of them kind of. But it was literally just put them through a table. Yeah. You didn't really need them there at all. Yeah, but someone needed to go through a table, and it was them. Uh, Overall, I enjoyed that, and I'm looking forward to that match. There was some other fun stuff on the show as well. Some good lead-up stuff to get me hyped for a pay-per-view. I think, though, clearly, honestly, we're just more invested in the romance of Brooks and Hmm. uh, Kiana, and if she's cheating, if she's not, and all this stuff. But going forward... Into stand and deliver uh, in a few weeks. Like it looks like it could be a really stacked and really good show.
1: Yeah, I'd say for me, uh, Dallas and Pretty Deadly was match of the night. The wrestling tonight. on the show, yeah. Um, I I didn't. I, I quite enjoyed the show. I wasn't particularly keen on the wrestling tonight, but we're getting close. Stand and deliver. So you need to build up these stories, But I thought they did a good uh, a good job. With that, I I found it an entertaining show tonight.
2: I I really like the use of Grayson Waller and the Instagram thing. Even right now, he's still going off on Twitter. He's now posted a photo of Candice holding the baby from the segment. (laughs) It's so funny. He's definitely reaching master troll levels here. So look, Like I've always said, Grayson Waller's the best, and I just love him so much. (laughs) I've always said that, right? No, I I think he's doing a great job, and I, I think Johnny needs to beat him as much as it, you know... You think Johnny... I think Johnny beats him, and, and then they both better Johnny not be on the... Johnny kind of has to, doesn't he? Yeah. He got yeah. beat up in front of his wife and baby. He needs to beat the guy. Mm. Unsanctioned.
1: I mean, it could be it could be a way to call up Waller.
2: Yeah. If you wanted to.
1: Johnny could win at, yeah. at, NXT, at Stand and Deliver, and Waller could always continue the feud with him on Raw. I see Waller... Yeah, Raw.
2: I could see Waller going... Uh, pretty soon after this, I think they could be doing this kind of stuff on the main roster. Instagram live stuff, Twitter stuff. Like he's good at that, so uh, I would imagine they, this was the test pilot to see where the, what they can do. Yeah, as the, have we seen with other things in NXT. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, Stand deliver as it stands is Gargano, Waller, Braun, and Mello, Starks, Gigi, and a few too deep to be determined for that latter match. Uh, Fallon Henley and Kiana James versus Albafire Fire and Isla Dawn. And Wes versus four people to be determined. Lovely. Uh, so we, we are not going to get that Ilya, Dragunov, and JD match, but we are getting it next week. So looking forward to next week. That is a must-watch match. I, could, I can tell you right now, it's probably going to slap. So. Yeah, they, they haven't missed, have they? I know that's a mellow yeah. line,
1: but they really haven't.
2: No. Uh, pretty fun episode of NXT. Lots of ups and downs, but I still was entertained. People were fighting on a lawn, and... I was gonna say a, a wife holding her baby screaming, but she really she yeah. really wasn't she didn't be really she really wasn't asked as much to be fair. But
1: we have a couple of pieces of feedback on the Facebook group. If you haven't joined the Poison Rana Facebook group already, what are you waiting for? What are you we, waiting for? We have now have the whole community's chat thing, which yeah. is pretty fun. Yeah, uh, I posted our Christmas dinner earlier.
2: Oh yeah, in the chat. <laughs> in the chat. The chat's always fire. Put a few
1: thumbs up. If nice. You feel good. A few likes. Yeah. A few likes in the uh, chat. Yeah, so what are you waiting for? Facebook.com and f- and go to Poison Runner. We start with Fire Frank, who says, Bron and Mello added more hype with their passive-aggressive compliment battle. I enjoyed that. Unfortunately, this time, Johnny was not wearing the cup. Tatum, I knew it. She's a witch, maybe. Pretty deadly hosting standard liver. Count me in. Don't do it, Duke. We already are having our hearts broken by Kiana, apparently playing Brooks. Wish Soul had made the ladder match. The biggest news, Gallus got a real finisher, and Scripps is back. <laughs> weird show at times, but I was entertained throughout.
2: I, I, that's what I mean. Like I agree with you, Frank. Like What a weird show this was. But was I not entertained? Yeah. No, I, I was. So I'll give you that. I agree, Frank. And then Megan writes in, The show took another step forward to stand and deliver. Braun Mello contract signing was strong. It wasn't a typical babyface versus heel verbal exchange. It was the two top talents. It did feel like a big deal. Pretty Deadly were amusing as the noisy instigators. The running story between Gargano and Waller was well done. And as far as the women's story goes, whoever wins that ladder match for the women's title will have a big ol asterisk unless Roxanne Perez pulls off some kind of miracle. Tatum and Ivy have gone splitsville, and I'm pretty sure Kiana and Fallon will as well. Heartbreak here. Why can't everyone get along? It's okay. Heartbreak. You know, it's springtime. Summer's around the corner. Yeah. Everyone will be okay. Hopefully. I hope so too, Brayden. Yeah. Yeah. What was what was the tweet that Brooks Jensen tweeted out the other week? Like, oh, I'm going to show her. uh," Oh, (laughs) freebird for the first time. (laughs) First time. (laughs) this is the best stories go the two stories we hated which was like the university the and the poker player hanging together now and then uh what a office assistant lady a business lady and the 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 country bumpkins yeah who are now our favorite thing
1: i just imagine brooks and kiana both sit on the couch and he's like put it on youtube and he keeps on just Looking over to, like, see her reaction. And like, she's like, babe, what, like are,
2: what, what should we get on a no, no, pizza? No, 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 no the, the solo's the coming. coming. Play the, the solo. You got to listen to
1: the Turning solo. It up. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian's two minutes away.
2: <laughs> I got to know who Sebastian yeah. is. If he is the pizza driver, this is complicated. Big mystery. Yeah, big old mystery. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that was us talking about NXT. Mm. Thank you, guys. We hope you uh, enjoyed listening to us talk about some NXT. Uh, You like listening to us. Again, we have lots of other podcasts this week. We will be going live Sunday. We just did a Sunday show on Poison Rana. We got a detox with Jordan. We got lots of stuff on our Patreon. So go check that out. But I will say, if you have not watched Scream 6 or Last of Us, stop listening because we might talk about some spoiler stuff. We'll
1: say ahoy to you right now yeah, uh, because we're going to move into Scream and Last of Us now.
2: And it's a scream, baby.
1: All right. We, we haven't talked about either of these yet in person yet. Um, no.
2: So uh, where should we start? Um, well, we got to give people people in the YouTube chat, leave now. This is it. All You're right. not leaving yet, people. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I mean, Last of Us is, is, is pretty crazy because I've never played the games. Okay. I don't know much about the games. I just saw, hey, this Pedro guy, he's been pretty good in... Uh, everything. in everything, especially the Nicolas Cage movie. And I'm like, yo, I kind of want to watch this. It looks like The Walking Dead. I used to really enjoy that show. Uh, but also HBO. Mm. They they make really good stuff. So uh, my girlfriend has played the games a little bit, and she was like, hey, I want to watch this. So I watched the first episode with her, and I was like, oh, I the first episode really got me into mm. it. I was like, okay, I like this whole vibe, the Depeche mode in it. Everything was hidden, and then I was like, okay, I'm in. And the whole the whole series is been really good. It's like not like your zombie walking dead where you need all the crazy action like all the time. I think it more focuses on a bit more of like the actual acting yeah. and the actual dialogue and the scripts that are actually put together a lot like better than some other shows that it can be a bit too silly. So even though it's like based about kind of not so much silly but you know, zombies essentially
1: well, even right? the even
2: the the zombies
1: with it being this this fungal thing, it, it's yeah. shrooms. It's based on like real science to an extent, and so I, I like that stuff with. I, I liked opening the whole series with that yeah. that Doctor kind of warning us about. No, it's not going to be. Uh, we're not going to be killed off by this and that. We'll be killed off by a fungal infection right. that will grow. Um, I I also obviously in the game you're fighting zombies way more. But the big part of the game that I love, and I'm not a huge gamer, but this is a game I've got into and, and finished, is the emotional attachment you have to the characters. And I'm not on my own, because the first time I finished this game, and I spoke to some other people that finished it, I was like, am I weird? But I just cry in a video game. <laughs> and I've never had that before. And a lot of people are like, oh no, that's, you do. right." And I think there's it's because of that emotional attachment. And I think that's one of the things the show really needed to capture. And that's why you're not seeing the clickers every, every 10 minutes in the show, which I think I can see some people's gripes. Oh, I needed more zombies, but you have walking dead for that. Yeah. You have other shows. And I thought the, the relationship between Ellie and Joel, um, I mean, you've seen them as actors like, um, what's name Bella. Mm -hmm. Um, sorry, I can't remember her name. And Pedro Pascal have got really close. And I thought their chemistry was incredible, and that whole final bit where he's because that that's the end of the game. You're just killing the fireflies. You're going. You're just just killing them all to. Oh, same. that's the end of the that's, game. That's the end of the game of oh, the first shit. game. Oh shit! Wow. And then it's it's you're driving off, and she asks you, "Hey, did you tell me the truth?" Right. Because you know he lies to her about, yeah. it. and he goes, "Yeah, I, I swear." That that's where the game ends. Whoa. Exactly the same as the show, and. There's this bit when you're going around as Joel and you're killing all the fireflies and you get to the the operating room and there's the doctor who you take out. Yeah. And then there's the nurse. And it's the only point in the game, I believe, where you can kill an unarmed innocent person. And you have that choice. And it tells you the percentage of people after who shot the nurse and who didn't. I shot the nurse <laughs> because, and it wasn't like you know when you're playing Grand Theft Auto and it's like ah, I'm just going to run down yeah. a load of people because it's funny. It's because of that connection you have with Ellie, and you're like, no, get get a- away from her, right? Okay. And bang, and they're like screaming and everything, and it's it's really interesting. And they, so I was curious with the show, does he shoot the nurse or doesn't he? But he didn't. He doesn't. But they did add the guy who puts his gun down and is like surrenders and he shoots him right so i i thought that was really really interesting um and i I thought they they did that scene so brilliantly
2: yeah so i didn't realize that that this whole season is based on one game so that means what the next game is the next season or is it so i think they've said um i i've not finished the second game yet okay so i
1: think they said they're gonna move a bit further away from it so there'll be some things from the game they use, okay. but I think they, they've kind of promised a bit more action with the zombies and stuff.
2: Okay, because what I got out of it is like classic wrestling, like at the end there where he's like, she, she says, hey, tell me the truth. And he's like, yeah, that's what happened. And then she's like, okay, then I believe mm-hmm. you. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't believe him at all. Yeah. That's how I take it. So something's going to happen. So I
1: know in the, in the game, the sequel is set quite a few years later. So yeah, Ellie's yeah. a bit more grown up.
2: See, I think they'll, um, they'll let that breathe a bit more now. And there was a, a nice scene um,
1: in, I can't remember if it's in the game, but he's going, oh, do you want me to teach you guitar? I'm right. sure we can find a guitar I'll teach yeah, you. Yeah, he it. says in the show. And the trailer for the second game is her playing the guitar like a bit older as it's showing like the scenery and stuff right but i thought they they captured the game perfectly from the the like landscape the way everything looked then to little things like uh need a boost hey ellie come over here i need to give you a boost like those kind of stuff like it's it's very much from the game right um i i thought it was excellent i could have done with a couple more episodes i think oh me too because i thought the um if you want to call it a filler episode the the episode with the the gay couple. Right. I thought it was fantastic. And Nick I th- Offerman. Nick Offerman, exactly. And I thought you could have done a couple more maybe episodes like that. And I, I thought there was enough there to maybe make it a 12-episode season instead of a nine-episode season. Yeah,
2: that's why I kind of hope they just kind of go off on their own thing and let the show, bre- like, do a season where it's just you come up with let them come up with it don't just all of a sudden flash forward to the got you right yeah you can have her grow up
1: and then so this could be like 1.5 and then I mean game two
2: like I'm sure they expected this show to do well but like this show has blown up as soon as it came on Sunday night the ratings like went crazy even up against against the Oscars right like I'm still pretty sure it got like 8 point something live views or something crazy like that I'd love to see
1: how the the sales for the game have done Yeah, since
2: this has come out yeah for sure because people like me would be like oh that that's pretty good i might need to yeah i want to get on with the second one now yeah yeah and i I... heard they're making new ones they're gonna make a third one so like yeah so i i really enjoyed it i I really like the acting again pedro is definitely like just fantastic i can't wait to see him do even more stuff but same same with uh ellie as well but uh, little little things in it make me go like, Oh, I like like I like this. The music choices, so the different the types.
1: music uh the music was composed by the same composer as the right, game. Okay. And then they had lots of actors who were in the game. So Ellie's mum at the beginning of the finale, uh when she's giving birth to Ellie, yeah. She's Ellie in the game. That's wild
2: and even it like, like her, her face looks like it her. It looked it's, just like her, yeah. So
1: it's it's little touches like that. Um I think I think Marlene Marlene is in the game, the actress who plays her is one of the voices. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I thought it was fantastic.
2: Yeah, good stuff. I can't get that. De- I'm obsessed with that Depeche Mode song. Mm. Uh, it's it's great. But I've been I I would watch more of that. I can see why people love the games and stuff like that. Now I want to see more video game inspired things. I'm pretty sure
1: even the Book of Puns is in it. Right. It's something yeah. you pick up and you can occasionally just go. Oh, Tell me a pun.
2: Yeah. Because I, I used to really like Walking Dead, but I fell off of it really. I think we we right. said the same thing. As soon as a guy showed up with a lion, I was like, "All right, yeah. I, I think I've seen enough. <laughs> I've walked enough dead." That said, the giraffe, was
1: fucking there cool. was a nice
2: giraffe. Apparently, it was a giraffe. It was apparently a real giraffe.
0: Really?
2: I looked fake I to it me. Was CGI. I think it looked like really. I think good the CGI. background was CGI, but okay. like, yeah, wow, yeah, pretty crazy. I, I enjoyed that show. Really, really loved it, and would watch more. I, I hope this allows like video games that get done properly. Mm-hmm. Like instead of just like shitty like. To, straight to well, dvd movies i would say
1: that uh they've done a pretty good dog uh job with naughty dog because i thought uncharted was pretty fun yeah and i thought that captured the essence of the game and they yeah. the same company as as the last of us
2: yeah so, uncharted as a as a show maybe it would have worked the, the movie was fine but i'd say this was a better hit I. I mean, this is a better story. Yeah, it's Deeper, yeah. like yeah. But I mean, I that Crash it. Bandicoot game, movie, show, <laughs> whatever it
1: would be. Well, I, I was sure we were reviewing uh, Ratchet and Clank with uh, with Greg the other week. So <laughs> I was really surprised when um, uh, Sylvester Sloan showed Tango up.
2: Tango and Cash? You thought that was Ratchet and Ca- <laughs> <Yeah>. Banjo Kazooie? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm still waiting for Red Dead. That's the show I'll yeah. be watching for yeah, sure. We just have to make do Hangman right now. Yeah, that'll be that's fine. That's why I love him so much. But yeah, uh, Last of Us has been pretty good. Mm. What about Scream? All right, oh, do you want to go first? Shall I go first? Uh, well, I saw it last night. Yeah. Uh, I love these movies. Grew up watching these movies, and I'll always, they'll always like have my money. But isn't it crazy? Like I'm I'm born in '91, and I'm thinking back to like late '90s. When I'm finally old enough to like, you know, watch shitty horror movies with my friends and sleepovers and stuff. And late 90s, I'm watching Halloween, whatever. Mm. And I'm like, wow, like this, these movies are coming out and like from the 70s. Kids these days are watching Scream movies being like, wow, these people were watching this in 1995. And I'm like, wow, I'm officially old because now they're talking and referencing to movies That came out a long time ago, so it's pretty it's pretty surreal to kind of be like, wow! And they're still pumping these things out. And does it make money? It sure as hell does, because guess what? They're making a lot more. They're gonna make way more of these movies. But this was the most violent one in the in the the franchise, I'd say. Yeah, it had to be. It had the most gore, had the most like blood, the most like violence, I'd say. In and showed more of the violence, I'd say, than pretty much any of the other movies, maybe the until the first one, but. Yeah, uh, really enjoyed it. So, s- still so silly. So like, that's what these movies are, though. And then like, you get your comedy. It's like they know what they're doing. I they're think, in on the joke.
1: I think Scream has the balance perfectly. Yeah, I always found Scary Movie like there are bits in it that are funny, but I thought it was pretty dumb because I was like, guys, you realize you're parodying a parody right now. <laughs> Scream, I think, gets the balance of the horror and the uh, and the comedy really well. Like, I think. Um, think is it scream two where you've got the bit where there's the car car crash and the pipes going yeah. through and she's trying to crawl over the over, like that's genuinely pretty terrifying scene yeah i thought the scene in this where they're they're putting the ladder to bridge between the apartments oh yeah yeah i thought that bit was really good like the tension really yeah. felt but also some just really funny moments and my main thing with the screen film is there needs to be a concept uh, like what what is it what's it a uh, pastiche of as soon as it's just oh no it's just someone in the ghost face killing people and it's just a random slasher i think it's lost its way and where we've seen a lot of these franchises go and i say franchise because that was the gimmick with this one, this is one it's yeah. like now it's a a franchise yeah it's film. not a trilogy it's it, not a it's a, franchise. it's a franchise so uh it's i thought they did that really well i loved the um the teases because there's been this uh like internet rumor for quite a few years now that Stu from Scream 1 yeah is still alive. Okay. Um and they bring it up a couple of times in this because they they're saying about uh franchise yeah. characters and they're saying even people that you assume were dead can come back now and then they even referenced you later on. So I felt they were they were maybe like misdirecting you to think, are they doing that? Yeah. But it's always something they can pay off in the next one.
2: But he's dead. He's so dead. He even I'm, recorded a dead tape. Remember? He's so, like, hey, I'm dead. You're watching this because I'm dead. That's so, Randy. So who the hell are you talking? So, oh, Stu, Stu, Stu from, Stu, from Scream Right, right, right. Stu. I mean, again, we're a little too too young to be like around the hoopla of it. But when Scream Two was filming, mm. they had. Uh Stu and Billy on set as extras. So when Paparazzi came by, everyone was like, sorry, right. what the fuck is going on here? Billy and Stu are still in this movie? And it's like, nah, there. So not. it's
1: been a while uh, since I've seen Scream One. I mean yeah. we reviewed it. That's the last time I watched. Stu does he get shot in the head? I think he just bleeds out.
2: I'm feeling a little woozy here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because that was another line in this was they go always shoot him in the head. Right. Billy in, shot in the head. Billy shot in the head. I think Stu just bleeds out. I might be wrong. So I, I there were just a couple of little like nice yeah. easter eggs like that. I love the whole um tributes to all the other films. Obviously it's it's collectors are the the yeah. killers. Yeah, and yeah. uh and I I loved that. Um and the the whole like opening scene, like keeping that tradition of having like a pretty well-known actor in the opening scene. Yeah. But then flipping it where you're revealing Ghostface right away.
2: Yeah, which they've never done, really. Which
1: they've never yeah. done. So, uh, and it's it's Flash. I probably. did,
2: yeah, he doesn't have a long part in the movie at all. But I, I actually really, uh, the last one, so I watched the last one with, uh, who's who plays Richie? Quaid's kid, the Quaid kid, Jack Quaid, who I love now in The Boys. He's like the, one of the main characters in The Boys. I'm like, oh, you're fantastic. And he's in Scream five and then in this one they're like referencing back to him a lot and stuff mm. like that and i'm like okay cool but like i'm like oh too bad you're dead because i actually think you could have been a bigger part in these movies but um like little callbacks to two parts of the movie and then like callbacks to the last movies and things like that and
1: kirby from screen four coming back and yeah
2: like- and and the classic like yeah it's a slasher and 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 things like that but if you're a fan of these movies, like, you know, all the little like things, they're jokes and that they're saying and things get a bit, but also if you're not, you're like, I can, I can follow what's, what's going on here. I I think there
1: was a lot of fan service in this one. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't just, let's just do another slasher. And I think they, the, the core four, if you will. Yeah. I think they've done a good job now of making them quite like introducing them in the last one. I, I preferred them a lot more in this one because I'm, more used to them now right yeah yeah you've also left the door open you can always bring sydney back i think for she's, the next part see uh and i think that's smart like on both the studio and maybe her part of being yeah. like now i'll sit this one out and then yeah the next
2: come uh, back what i was saying earlier is like so the last one i watched I, I i was forgetting what i was saying but the last one i watched i felt like in scream five like about fucking 15 minutes into the movie i was like this person and this person. Mm. And I, I saw the last one in theaters with my girlfriend and she went, you're going with those two. We're like, we're, we just, the movie's not even halfway over and you're already, I'm like, it's that person. And it's that person. And she's like, no, I think it's this person, this person. I was right. This time around, I was like, Oh, okay. And then I'm like, there's little things in the movie. I have not rewatched it back, but I'm like, Oh, there's little things now. I'm like, Oh, I think it's this person. It's this person. And I said, As soon as they had a, a, what did they have? A little black book like Kiana James earlier, her Mm. office with the the whole storyboard of, okay, there's these two killers, then there's these two killers. This guy was just on his own. Good for him. He did a lot. I was like, figured it out. There's three of them. (laughs) There's three of them. There has to be. How could they be? How could this killer be doing this with two people? There's three of them. And then as soon as I figured out who one of them was, I was like, it was the, it was, it was. They threw me off. I was like, it's the cop. It's the cop, and then I went. But is the cop working with that nerdy kid? I'm like, how is that? How is that working mm-hmm. out? I don't understand. Because when they're on the subway, he just goes, "Eh, my friend's getting killed. It's fine," and just leaves. Essentially, so I'm like, "Oh, you're the one telling them where they I were." I thought it
1: was the cop because he he mentions when his daughter dies, he's like, "Oh, I've lost both my kids." Yeah, and you're like, "Oh," and mentions this son. Yeah, so you're like, oh, "Okay." He now, also you wouldn't just have him as a character trait this guy's also like guy.
2: super cool that it's in new york because like we were just there we were just there like the year ago, two before that so like the i sub- know the
1: subway scene i thought was really cool actually
2: there's a, that- there's a subway scene that subway where they're like they're on the subway and they realize every it's halloween so everyone's in costumes and there's like 10 different ghost face on that subway yeah. car and then they look at it and and you know they look at each other and be like how many stops do we have and it's like 10 Literally a few months ago in New York, me and my girlfriend get on an express train, Mm. and there's we go one stop, and there's a fight that breaks out like near us on the train, and everyone's like maneuvering, and I just go, "How many stops do we have?" (laughs) And it's like we're on an express; it's like ten stops. It's like great. Now I gotta sit on this train with these weirdos. That's how these people felt with the killers. Like, great. Now I'm on this train. I think you could have done a bit more New York things. Again, I gotta watch it back, but you could have had a few more references to, like, Jason Takes Manhattan. Mm. I feel like there should have been one thing with the boombox, because like, right. he kicks the boombox in that movie. Or Ghostface Killer, like, the the rapper. Mm. He could have showed up and got, like, stabbed for no reason. I think that <laughs> would have just put it over at five stars for me. But I'd say I liked this one more than a lot of them, just because it was violent. It's
1: up there for me. I, I thought it it kind of ticked a lot of boxes for me. Yeah. Um, what, what would you do as uh seven. What would like the where do you go like movie wise? Yeah. So we've done franchise.
2: Well so it's gotta
1: be a universe now, right? So so like, what's
2: weird is they did Scream 4, which like was after they did the trilogy, and then they didn't go to Scream for a long time. They made a show that had nothing to do with it. I, mm. I watched that show as well and I didn't mind it. It was more violent than the movies mm. for sure, but then all of a sudden they're like, No, we're rebooting it and then it made a shit ton of money and then they're like, No we're gonna add two more to these things. It's like How many are we doing? But franchise is definitely the way to go. Best bit of the movie was um, Ghost Faces in unison doing the blood wiping. Yes. Right? That was so cool. And also, Gail never got a call ever in the movies. Yeah. She's never on the phone with him ever. And then finally, she's like, "Uh, can you please hold? And then he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Of course, she would put the guy on hold. So I was like,
1: yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. No, I... I really like this one. Yeah, I I put this maybe third.
2: Yeah, it might be up there for sure. Uh, still, I, I really I really enjoyed it. And so silly. And as soon as I'm done, I'm like, they got my money again. But I would watch another one, no problem. Yeah, so they're, they're, they'll do it. I again. mean, compare these to the
1: the Halloween films we've just had. I oh, yeah. I still think these are like pretty consistent. They're they're good. And we need Ghostface in space. Ghostface X. So I I think. The next one you got to do, the killer is someone we know.
2: Gail. Gail? The killer in this movie, we're going off here, guys. You can tell we're fans of this. But Gail at the end, when you... Th- she doesn't even die in this movie, which no. I was like... Not someone- many people die yeah, in this. Yeah, I was like, not enough people die in this movie, to be honest, yeah. Because uh, they've all signed contracts for the next Yeah, one. they're like, yeah, we got to make more money. G- the killer's like, Gail, out of anyone, you would be the one to do it. Because, mm. like, you're not even the... You would be the one to... You wouldn't be Dewey, he's a cop wouldn't be sydney she wouldn't turn it would be you and i was like that's your next movie (laughs) so i bought it when they were like it's kirby and she's i was like okay
1: she's one of them i I kind of bought that yeah and thought it might be some weird lover she's got as well
2: or that's what threw me off because at that point i was like no it's the it's the guy it's the cop because he doesn't let them he's like gail's fine we don't need to go check on gail they're like no we need to go she Mm. could be dying he's like no, 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 you're not taking my car. I was like, bitch, you're a cop. Go save these people. Like, what are you talking about? These kids are resilient. Right. Yeah. I've become such a detective watching these Scream movies. Yeah. Like, this person did this, and then this person did this. And, yeah, I, I can get into it. I I love – they're they're so ridiculous, but uh I'll still go and see them.
1: Oh, sorry. Stu was electrocuted to death.
2: The TV that killed him. That They, they
1: use That's the TV right. and They use it in, in this one. Don't
2: they? Yeah. not see. Yeah. 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 so
1: yeah i think i think where do you go from a franchise it's got to be a whole universe now
2: right okay we need eventually uh one more of these to go to what scream seven scream seven and then eventually we need uh we need michael myers versus Ghostface. he was in the film <laughs> yeah technically we see him there yeah parallels him. I I'd I I'd, I'd be down to see more of these movies for yeah. sure. I'll still go watch them. And Jenny Ortega just killing it. Like I I thought the two sisters I thought yeah. were awesome. Yeah. I thought they had really good
1: chemistry together. You believed them as sisters. They, uh, yeah. I I thought they were both pretty
2: strong leads. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun times. And I guess that's the it, That's the end of Billy Loomis. For now, right? Possibly she could be oh, the killer. she she was like she threw the mask away, right? the the, so the zombie ghost face looks cool that yeah, mask looks cool the old beaten up ones. imagine you like have the mask from scream one like how much money that would probably be worth that's got to be worth some. do you think it would be as beaten up
1: as that now no it
2: depends how you look after it no someone's got to keep that in good condition yeah <laughs> well, that's what i was looking out for in that subway
1: scene i'm like because there was one like there were all the like white ghost and yeah. There was one that was kind of turned
2: away and you saw like a bit of like crack on the yeah, back and, that's and you're, how you're like, like oh, that's someone's mask that's that's someone yeah. it would be wild if you could bring back Stu but I don't think necessarily that's the case what other characters were just like not killed and just like left that haven't really returned I don't like any of the ones from like two or three like, they're just not big enough side characters like Stu's sister in the third one who's just like oh Stu's dead uh, sorry Randy again Randy yeah. Randy's like oh here's his tape it's like we need some people from the beginning well, Randy's sister is the kid they're, they right? yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah um i'm trying to think who's still alive i'd have to watch them back because they killed off some in the last one right
2: yeah 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 who would you book as the killer but then if if we're booking they'll be like no we can't book it that way because everyone would book it that way we need mm. to go all over the place we need it four maybe it has to be one person again, again? Yeah. yeah to trick someone or two people that aren't even doing it together <laughs>
1: Oh, not working together. Yeah? yeah, okay.
2: And that's when they start stepping on each other's toes. Yeah, and then they do it. Yeah, mm. yeah. scream. It's a scream, baby. All right. Yeah. Well, welcome to our uh, rant that on was that. Good. Yeah. That was what good. a nice time. Yeah, it's been a fun <laughs> show. <laughs> no nonsense show. Thank you, everybody. If you made it this far, thanks for listening. There's still people in the YouTube channel. Yeah, they so love it. Hope we didn't spoil uh, too much for Buy you. Buy a
1: ticket to our
2: watch party. Yeah, come hang out in the city if you're in Toronto. We're going to be doing watch parties April 1st and 2nd. We're going to be at the awesome toy show on March 26th. We're going to be everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Mm. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, guys, so much. Follow us on our socials, Instagram and Twitter, at PoisonRanaPod. Go follow us. We post funny things and fun stuff. It's just a good old time. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D,
1: And you can find me at Davey
2: Portman. That's it, that's all. Take care, goodbye, be safe. Poisonronda.ca for everything. And who's Sebastian?
1: No, stop it.
0: <laughs> Ahoy!